Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. The Grindhouse Radio. Yo, yo, this is Greg Sipes. Hi, this is Charles Martinet. This is Phil Lamar. This is Stephen OGG. The Ultra Magnetic Taboo. This is me, DMC. Hey, this is Carrie Kenny. Hi, this is Ernie Hudson. Yo, this is your boy, Walter Jones. This is your boy, Kel Mitchell. This is Bill Fredericknell. This is Bumblefoot. Hey, this is Mo Collins. Hey, this is Veronica Taylor. Hey, this is Sean Cello. This is Michelle Nichols. Hi, this is Stan Lee. <laughs> Kim Greer, did you hear all that? Yeah, that's a lot of people. I guess we're popular. Excelsior. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Grindhouse Radio. We are your hosts. Kim and Dragna. Mr. Greer. And Brimstone. It's going to be another epic episode. Why, Bombolina? Ah, because, you know, it always is. There we go. There yeah, we go. Yeah, it's going to be spicy. A little it's going to be keep, spicy. Keep it spicy. Keep it spicy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that hurt my throat. I'm a little on, uh, little down, people. Um, I lost another friend this past week. I'm going to start it off. We're going to do a, a quick memorial for uh, the late, great Nichelle Nichols. Um, what do you call You heard her at the top of the show, you know, right before Stan the Man. And, uh, you know, just lost another one of my, my friends. And um, it's very, very sad. What do you call it? Nichelle was an absolute wonderful woman. She was an inspiration. She was a trailblazer. She did things for, um, you know, for black America that, that you know, uh, were unheard of at the time. Um, everything from, from the first interracial on-air kiss between her and Shatner and just paving the way, you know, from there on out. I mean... Um, you know, I knew her later on in life, probably about seven, eight years at this point, maybe a little bit longer. Um, and she was the sweetest person, uh, that, that, you know, you could ever, ever, uh, cross paths with, um, you know, very, very, very sweet woman. Um, you know, I can tell stories later if you guys are interested, but what do you call it? Uh, you know, again, rest in peace, Nichelle. I love you. And, and, uh, you know, I'm going to miss you. And I really wish I would have gotten to see you again before you went. So that being said, uh, you ready for, uh, for the, the, you know, to get going here, Gree? Uh, yeah. The Grindhouse Radio can be heard on the grindhouseradio.com. 
as well as iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Audible, Amazon Alexa, and as always, you could just Google us. There we go. Yeah. Hello. Or just Google. What do you call it? Just um, Google. Just Google. Do the Googs. Just, just do, do the Googs. Do the, the Googs. Googs. Yeah. What do you call it? Um, I did warn you guys that I was kind of depressed. <laughs> so that happens. I mean, like anytime yeah. anybody loses a friend, it's pretty. It's pretty upsetting. And you know, uh, I think you know the world kind of was really upset about the whole Michelle Nichols thing because you know, like you mentioned, she was a really influential person in you know the people's lives that she was friends with, and you know, in pop culture as a whole. You know, what I mean, like. It was just, you know... It's, sorry, I was getting a little choked out. My the, throat was the a little The sucky freaking but, uh, way to find out. You know what I mean? It's, I, I turned on... That's just how... But that's how you yeah. just... You know, you just never... Anytime somebody goes in the public eye or somebody famous, it's, you're always going to find out first scrolling through Twitter on Instagram or something like that. You know, an alert sent to your phone. That's how you find out anything now is just an alert sent right to your phone from some publication. Yeah. It's just... Uh, I, I, that's not how I expected. It, I didn't expect that that part of the you know that to happen. You never expect. I mean, you know? nobody ever expects news of somebody dying. I mean, unless like unless you know somebody's like in in a bed like yeah. knocking on death's door. Like you never know. It's always a shock. You know, it's never it's never a fun thing to have to deal with. You know, but you know, she at least she doesn't got to suffer anymore. And you know, she's she she you know will live on in people's memories. You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, she was. Uh, she was on her. Uh, her. her I like, you can't say she didn't live a great life. She didn't, she didn't live a good life. You know, she. Yeah. She. I mean, she eighty-nine. Long, it's a good. It's good. It's, long, yeah. long life. A very full life. Very fulfilled life. You know. Um, I'm just sad. That's you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, like, it's I, not. It's definitely not a happy thing. It'd be a lot weirder if you were happy about this. Yeah. No. No. Definitely not happy. It was. It was just a just a whirlwind, and and you know, and then you get in all the calls afterwards and messages, and they're just sitting and, Saying, and just oh, responding. Oh, did you hear this? Yeah, no, not yeah, yeah. You know, like so. At the end of the day, you know, it is what it is, and and I'm glad that that everybody, you know, so thank you to everybody that that sent their love, you know, uh, behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Uh, that was that was very sweet of everybody. Um, I mean, everything goes out to the you know, the family. Yeah, you know, that's just that's never fun. No, uh, she was, she had estranged people in the family. There was issues and, you know, like between that and agents. And she was going through the same thing that Stan was going through. And the problem thing, the problem there is that she was, um, she was slipping the last however many years she's been slipping, Um, you know, and, uh, you know, there's there's not much more I can really say. You knew it was going to come eventually, but I just didn't, I hadn't thought of it and it just hit me by surprise well it, like we always say i mean y- you know a lot of people in the yeah. industry and now we're starting to get to know more people although we never met her um obviously you know like we have in the beginning oh michelle nichols like we do yeah. like a fun little rainbow thing that no one gets to really see behind the the scenes because yeah. we had a thing years ago when it was just something great and funny um but you know I, when you're in the entertainment industry whether it's voiceover or acting or whatever um, and you have a rapport with people, it's it's also sad. I mean, it's sad for everyday life for people. It happens every day, and it's very upsetting. But when you know some people who are iconic, and they're in iconic movies or shows or have paved the way for um, a lot of things in life, uh, it's it's a lot. 
And uh, because she was your friend and, you know, you knew her and whatnot. It, it When you know a lot of people in the entertainment industry, it hurts a lot, too. Because a lot of these people are inspirations as well. So... Well, the more people but, you know, the more heartbreak you have. Yeah, the more, the, exactly. Before I forget, also, Grindhouse Radio brought to you by Man and Tail Hair Care Products. Discover the secret. Bayer Dynamic, high-quality audio technology, the right product for everything you need. And Zoom North America, the best podcasting equipment in the world. World, 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 world. world, world, world. 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 So, Didn't forget that. No. Heck to the now. Heck to the now. 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 Yes. Did, uh, did you guys see that movie? I didn't see that movie. Which Was one? It to, no, nope. No, nope. uh, I, I heard. Nope. I heard I it's very good. It. I heard it's very good, though. I want to go see it. I've heard nothing but really good things. Universal, I think it's Universal. Yeah, I it is Universal. Wrong. They added that... a little. They added a part of it to like their backlot tour that they do. Okay. Really? Yes. Yeah. 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 That's interesting. In the which? In California or Florida? Uh, I think it's California. I don't. I don't know if the Florida one has a backlot tour. They did. They might have gotten rid I, of it. I, well, not. They had it. I think they still do. But I'm pretty sure it's California has it. I think it's it. Cali. Yeah, it's got the little western town that they have. And they're interactive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're interactive. It looks the like town. a good time. Apparently, there's a Stranger Things interactive thing in Manhattan right now. There's a Stranger Things. It's there's still a friends, happening? Because I know that happened. There's a, a Friends ago. one. Um, there's always. There's a friend. I feel like there's a friend. I feel like every single time I go on social media, it's, oh, uh, we have a friend's pop up. Come, come check it out before it's over, and then it, and then it's over, and then a month later, like, oh, come check out the friend's pop up. Like, <laughs> you know, how many times can I go to? How many times can somebody go to Central Park and be like, wow, this is special? You know how many pop up the same pop ups they have? They have friends, they have Harry Potter, and they yeah. have like Alice in Wonderland. Well, Harry Potter's got a whole. Those store are like now. the three that I always see. And pop they have up. movies. Movies is kind of just California centered, though. Yeah, yeah, that's not like yeah. he's done a couple around. He did in I Jersey, did. also. Yeah, I think it's, but I think he did it like once or twice. Like movies comes up for San Diego Comic Con like every year. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, well, they, I'm actually in season. I'm halfway through Friends, so now that like I'm watching it, I know that the phone's listening to me, and I'm seeing the pop up of like, "Oh, you should go see Friends in New York City." I'm like, <laughs> "Well, I kind of want to now because like I know things. Like I know things." Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Don't I worry. mean, now if, it's cooler. If... It's cooler that I went to Central Perk in Cali. Right. So, like, I have more an appre- of of an appreci- appreciation, wow, of it now. <laughs> so, but yeah. It's all right. If you miss it this month, it'll be right back next month. Yeah. It, yeah. It's not going anywhere. They literally should just open up. They should just have a storefront that is just everything friends because uh, it just keeps coming back. They should make a legitimate like cafe called Central Perk. And just have it look like that, and people will be there all the time. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah but city. it would lose it. Well, yeah, but it's 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 like it's like the McRib. Like if McDonald's left the McRib on the menu twenty four seven, nobody know. nobody would get it because after a while, because it's really not that good. The reason people get the McRib is because it it's, it's rare limited. and it's yeah. limited and it shows up every once in a while. If you opened up Essential Perk, it would be cool. For maybe the first year, and then it's just another coffee shop. No, because it's like I'll, WWE New York. I'll tell you. Yeah, exactly. When I went to, I I would go with my friends because you know we were younger and whatnot. We would hang in Starbucks and we sat on the couch all the time. Yeah. You know, like if someone's close by and they live by, and like like coffee and tea and like snacks are pretty decent. They're like, all right, I'll just sit. Yeah, here. but that's the thing though is like people 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 will go out of their way regularly they'll make it a tourist destination to go to central perk because it's rare if it just stayed open 24 7 eventually it'll just be a starbucks it'll just be a regular coffee shop and it won't it won't draw as many people it'll just even out and it'll just be another still get the people i mean it's new york it's touristy you're still gonna have people who are never in new york 
get the chance to go there and people who are like there are people who I know who are psychotic people who are like fans and hardcore people who go to these things all the time so if they're hardcore friends people they're just gonna live in there and who cares the place is gonna get money I don't know who's such a, like such a hardcore friends fan though I love Friends. I think I, it's a great show. Their, uh, Friends fans are, are lunatics. Are they some, really? Like I, I, I've never even oh really seen God, that. Oh my God! It's they're they're lunatics. I knew someone who it wasn't necessarily a friend show, but it was another show, and I'm not going to say who it was. But they went out of their way and moved out of the country to be on said set to stay by said set set because of certain people who were in the certain movie or show. Okay, and would um have a job so it worked around their schedule to go on set. There um, are people out there. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, so like you're you're going to have people. I'm sure. I just I I don't think I have that. You know, I know there's a huge fan base and and viewership of friends. Don't get me wrong. Same thing with like Seinfeld. You know what I mean? And you know, I but, think there's bigger I think it I think cult. friends I think friends have a bigger cult following than Seinfeld does. Possibly. I feel like Seinfeld everybody a lot of people just like Seinfeld but they're just they just like Seinfeld. I feel like a lot of people make liking Friends part of their personality. You think so? Yeah, it's yeah. possible. I mean, possible. look, I, I, again, watching the show. I love the show. I think it's a great show, and obviously, there's a love for it. Otherwise, it wouldn't be on for as long as it's been on. In terms of you know consistently being uh, available, you know whether it's on streaming networks or on uh, t- on regular TV. You know what I mean? So of course, there, but I've I don't think I've. I don't think I've ever seen like any friend super fan type things. You know, go what I mean? to the go to the Central Park pop up and you'll find yeah. all of them. But you know what? You know what I'm saying though. Like no, well, I know. I just it's because I know people that are that are friends super fans. So yeah, I've like, never no, seen I've it. I've absolutely seen it. And like I said, go to the city, go to the pop up shop, and you will see all of them. Probably every single one of them will show up. Well, yeah. that's the same thing if they had like a Stranger Things pop up, right? Like mm-hmm. they're super fans. Like there's just people who are super fans or and diehard people. Yeah, of course. You know. Yeah, I mean, Samantha, which is great. Samantha's a huge uh, Friends fan. Happy what birthday. It? And it's her 25th birthday t- today, obviously, Monday. What do you call this when we record? Happy birthday. So, uh, yeah, 25 pew, pew, years. Pew, 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 I have a 25-year-old child. You do. crazy? She's wonderful. She's a <laughs> good person. I'm glad somebody person. thinks so. No, I'm just kidding. Sam, this is for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she's uh, she's great. You know, it was good to see her last week. But she would, would, is she a friends person? Or She's a we big saying? friends person. Oh, okay. She loves friends. But again, you know what I mean? Friends people are different than like Comic-Con, you know what I mean? Like pop, pop culture stuff. Friends, even though it's huge pop culture, is really never doing anything in the Comic-Con world except for San Diego where they had the, the little pop-up in there for, a, you know, that one year. Yeah. But what else would they do, though? I don't know. I don't, honestly, I don't know. They're you know not what I'm do, saying? Like, not, they did the they did the meet the get together for that TV special, so yeah. they're not going to just come together for a panel for a show that's 20 years old. So what are they going to do? They're just going to have they're just going to have their little pop ups. They're going to have central mock central perks and the couch and the the apartment. Yeah. And every day I see it all every time. Every other every other week you see a picture of oh come check out Rachel and, Rachel and Monica's apartment. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. now that I'm watching it, like I'm, I'm not obsessed. I really do it's enjoy fun. it. But like, I would go to the pop up where I would go just yeah, to check it out because it's funny. Like, I'd be, I think it'd be great. Yeah, no, I'm sure. Like, I'm I like sure things it is. that are like are recreated, and like I want to see. Did you do your your like due diligence, and did you do great in recreating it? That's what I want to see. If you didn't, I'll be like, no, nah, you suck. But if you did great, like a great job, I'll be like, okay, on point, worth the pop up. 
There you go. You know? Uh, I, I, I absolutely. Yeah. What do you call it? Um, if you're not, then don't do it, people. We're coming coming uh, up on the 15 right now. We what are. do you call it? Um, yeah. No, I have some interesting news for next segment I'll, I'll let you guys in on. Yeah. And, uh, we, we did a lot over the weekend, too, so we got to talk about that, too. Yeah. I got, uh, I'm wearing one of my nice, fresh, clean tees. What do you call it? Which is nice. You you got your Roosevelt's. I got fresh, clean tees. Mm. Yours yours look better on you than mine look on me. I'm sure. <laughs> no, you know they're they're Tom nice has because clean it's tees. He actually he uh, was trying to speak to them. Oh, yeah, fresh the, clean tees. They're very, yeah, yeah they're, they're comfy. They're pretty cool. Oh, you have some of them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they actually. Well, you know, because I've got the gut and the boobs. So what do you call it? It fits nicer on me and it's longer. You they're know what com- I mean? No, they're so. they're, they're, they're definitely uh, they're definitely comfy t-shirts. Yeah, it's not not bad. They sent me a nice big pack of stuff. I did I did say don't send me any long sleeves. They sent me long sleeves, but I can't complain. <laughs> what do you call it? Uh, but why don't we do this? Let's take a quick break. Yeah, we'll be right back with Grindhouse Radio. Hey everybody, this is Jet Sonnell, the voice of Lacalona and the frontman for Rock Sugar. Huh! And you're listening to the Grindhouse Radio with Kim Brim and Mr. Greer. <laughs> Hey guys, are you following us on social media? And if not, here's how. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Grindhouse Radio. And Twitter at The Real GH Radio. Don't forget, tune in every single Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a new episode. And be sure to check out our full schedule at thegrindhouseradio.com. The Grindhouse Radio. It's It's where where it's at. Hey, where's Liz? Give me a sec. Let me give her a bus. Hello? Hey, what's going on, girl? You coming down to the beach? The beach? Oh, I'm totally there. I'll see you guys in a bit. Oh, snap! That thing takes calls? Oh, this is my cool new toy. It's the Phonum by Bayer Dynamic. It's more than just a glorified speaker. That's cool. It has a Bluetooth range of 10 meters. And not only can I have it here at the beach, but I can plug it in and use it for conference calls at my office, too. Oh, man. That sounds awesome. I'm definitely going to pick one up. For more information on Bayer Dynamic products, please visit BayerDynamic.com. That's www.b-e-y-e-r-dynamic.com. GHR presents Rockin' in the Wild World, featuring Jen Wild, driven by Boss Horse Cycles. Bikes and trikes proudly made in the U.S. since 1990. Let's get wild. Grindhouse Radio, it's Jennifer Wilde, and I am back. You know, I'm kind of bummed, though, because I did request September 17th off because I wanted to go to the Music Midtown Fest in Atlanta. That's not happening. The show was canceled. There was some great bands, too, like Jack White. He was going to perform Fallout Boy, My Chemical Romance. And why is it canceled, you may ask? Well, Live Nation doesn't really want to tell us. There's a lot of speculations, but they said that it's circumstances beyond their control. A lot of sources are saying it's because of Georgia's gun laws. Well, obviously, the venue's unable to change the laws. A lot of the artists aren't comfortable with the possibility of firearms in the venue. So that's canceled. In other music news, Beyonce's canceled. Just kidding. On the contrary, the album was actually leaked two days early. And what that means leaked, it means that somebody found it and released it on the internet. And Beyonce took to social media and said, thank you everybody for not listening to it when it leaked and waiting till Friday. The record is called Renaissance. It's out now and it's getting rave reviews. Unless you're Deanne Warren. 
Now, Deanne Warren is an accomplished writer. I mean, she's written music for Mariah Carey, Whitney Houston. I can go on at Celine Dion, Bette Midler, even rock and roll like Aerosmith and Bon Jovi. And she tweeted, how can there be 24 writers on a song? And then she did a little eye-rolling emoji, and she was talking about one of the songs on Renaissance. The song's called Superstar, and yeah, there were two dozen writers that were credited. So she came to social media now, Deanne Warren, and she apologized. I don't know why she apologized. She's just people-pleasing Beyonce, because the whole world has to kiss her butt. I mean, yeah, that is kind of strange. Two dozen credits for one song? Now that's too many cooks in the kitchen. That's it. I'm Jen Wild, and we'll check you out next week. Have a great remainder of your week, and keep on rocking in the wild world. Hey, yo, what up? This is DMC, the king of rock, and you're listening to Grind House Radio. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Grindhouse Radio. Hey, Hello. what's going on? Wasabi. What's going on? What Nothing. You... I mean, we had a um, uh, a busy weekend. Yeah. And I. Uh, we first we went to uh, it's called Camp Hero, and it's a military base out mm-hmm. by Montauk. So we went to Montauk for the day. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's the uh, it's the inspiration for uh, it was one of the inspirations for uh, Stranger Things was uh, Camp Hero. Yeah. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was uh, where uh, there's a. Uh, it's all Long Island legends and ghost stories and conspiracy theories that back in the, I think it was like the 60s and 70s, sometime like a while ago, they were conducting um, experiments on kids back then, like secret, secret government experiments on kids for like, you know, mind control and uh I think they, I think I was reading like, te- like uh, time travel and all that stuff. But they, Plum Island? No, no, it's... Well, I'm, there were stuff on Plum. There was stuff on pl- for Plum Island, but it's um, it was uh, Camp Hero, Camp Hero in the radar tower. When you go when you go to Camp Hero, it's a it's an old military base. So there's a big radar tower, and uh, there's all these rumors and speculation that there's an underground base within Camp Hero where they conducted all these like torturous, gross experiments on on kidnapped kids. Where where is that though? It's literally it's, like it's, two minutes it's from a the lighthouse. Stone's throw from the lighthouse. You pass the sign for Camp Hero if you're driving to the Montauk Lighthouse. And it's open to the public. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a it's a state park now. It got given to the it got given to the Parks Department in the 80s. I think it was like 84, 85. Yeah, but it, it's a lot of it is you can just walk the grounds, and then there's a large section blocking off the radar tower that's all fenced off. You can't. You can't go over there. I mean, you can you can wink wink get through the fence. 
don't do it. But you can get through the fence, and then there's a bunch of buildings that are just uh, boarded up and 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 sealed shut. Yeah. When we went there, it was like I'm not even joking. I'm gonna say for like two or three hours, it was like only us walking around. It's definitely yeah. creepy. It's, it's definitely creepy. Uh, it's definitely got a weird. Uh, it's got a weird silence to the place. Like, I, look, I don't. If you read half, I was I've been reading articles and I've been watching conspiracy videos on it. Um, I can't believe half of it. You know what I mean? Like half of it's like talking about time travel and. And uh, and um, what was he? Some of the other stuff. It's crazy. It's just really weird. If look up the Montauk Project, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, and it is some wild things. Um, but it's but still like we but were, the place has a weird silence to it. I don't, I don't know how to yeah. explain it. It's got a weird vibe to the whole place. No, we were we were walking around, and uh, I was saying not to not to be like that, but like you know, like you you would want state parks to be like lively and thriving, and they have a bunch of like. Uh, tables there that you could sit down and eat or like barbecue little you know like the at parks where they have the barbecues already there for you kind of situation and uh we were walking around and i was like oh i don't think i would leisurely come over here to be like yay let me just eat some food like it's it's completely silent and creepy like no one was there i think we we first got in there and like we saw like this little family and then they were leaving and then we got there and like two, three hours go by. We didn't see one single person. Do you know if that was really a family or were they ghosts that you didn't realize? No, no, it, was no it, was, it was definitely it was definitely real people. But it's yeah. it's definitely it's really cool. That was before we actually got into the, the Camp Hero oh, part. So like they were definitely real. <laughs> it's very no, it's very cool. Some really cool views of uh, of, you know, of uh, some nice bluffs and into the Atlantic. But uh, it's it's a really cool time. I want to get a I want to get a drone off like Amazon and fly it over the fence and into the uh into the blocked off areas. Mm. You know it's gonna happen, really he's gonna blown. get the drone, it's gonna get stuck, he's gonna be like, God damn it. Uh, if you can get him on Amazon for like forty dollars. Oh god, I'm out forty bucks and that's okay. You just mm. go through the fence. I can just go through the <laughs> fence. I just don't I don't I'll I don't, go with you. I don't want to get arrested. You gonna hop the fence? Yeah. Uh, what you hop hop it? There's you have no, to, you have no, to hop there's it. no Yeah, I I I believe I didn't want to get ticks because I don't really feel like oh, dealing yeah, with yeah, disease. Yeah, no, 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 but no. there's some. There might be a hole. There's there might be a hole in the fence. I think I know where there's a hole in the fence. But about ninety for ninety percent of where you walked is is overgrown and there's brush. And, and then on to oh no, I was gonna say there's okay. signs that say uh, stay on the paths because there's unexploded ordinances still on the grounds. So, so there's actual time landmines. landmines, landmines, yeah. Yeah, maybe yeah. we shouldn't go. <laughs> well, no, well they're not gonna put landmines near the radar tower. That's that'd be dumb. They like the fenced off area where the radar tower is. No, but the, absolutely. Like I. But where you I, would walk is overgrown. So you're you're talking about like tick central. I could have slid under the fence. I could have a bazillion percent slid right under the fence, right under the and gate, ivy, poison and ivy. Up to the walked up to the to the radar tower and got right inside. I've seen so many videos on YouTube of all these people doing the exact same thing. I'm fully confident. But it it's happened. but it's like Kings Park Asylum. Like once you get in it, like you don't know. Like it's not regulated. Like you could just fall through a floor. Oh, totally. The you know? ab- I absolutely could. But you know, I want to see what what it looks like inside. It's all spray painted and broken. There's nothing really. So in why don't we get permission from the state? You're to not going to get it. permission from the state to go in there. Why? Because because uh, you're not. It's I don't I don't believe that they're actually going to let you in there. I know enough politicians. You could try. I just don't think yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah, but then they're not going to personally have landscapers chop down stuff. Oh, no, no, but they no, just no, unlock. No, but he's unlocking saying, the gate. 
Yeah, he's no, I I gate. understand that. I'm talking about you have to when you open up the gate, it is overgrown brush of ivy and all. So there's the front, no, not the front gate, the front gate that we walked up. That was that was oh that, that was front locked. gate. You could just literally unlock that and walk right through. Because yeah, if That's you're going true. in quote unquote legally, then you know I don't think that there's I'm assuming really, that you there's enough walkway. I don't know. I'm, I'm down to try if if a, if a, if a New York politician will let us in. But I don't. I just don't think it's gonna. Ha- I don't think it's gonna happen. I'll, I'll call Senator Thomas. I've seen. Uh, I've seen. Uh, but uh, does he have that, jurisdiction there? Because it's Montauk. No, but he would probably know the person who's over there. You know what I mean? He could try. Yeah, you know? but uh, well, yay for him. But he may not be able to. No, I'm just saying I can call and say, hey, do you know the people out there? I'd like to see. And I'd if like not, to... then I'll make a phone call. I mean, if you want to do it, I'm. I'd, I'll no, make the call. I'd, I'd love. No, I'd love to go in there and check it out. Um, Kim just doesn't want to go in there. No, I, no, I would. I, I would go in there. I just. I'm not. I don't. I wouldn't mess with the the whole landscape of the ticks and the ivy and all that. Oh no. But everything. But there's other parts where like it's blocked off where. You have like the literal ceiling caved in, so that's probably a hazard, and they'll probably say no. So I think the only thing we could actually get through with is probably the radar tower. Well, that's what, that's what I'm talking. That, that's all I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah, that's all I'm talking about. It's just the area where the radar, because that's the that's the that's the uh, the the thing. That's the area that everybody says is the start of where these all these experiments. It's wild. It's not even I don't know how anybody believes half of that stuff. Like I totally understand that the US government has done some messed up experiments on people. You know, when they like they used to yeah. test L S D on people to try mm-hmm. to like for like mind control. Uh they there was something called like the Tuskegee Me- Tuskegee Medical Experiment where they just like infected a whole bunch of people with syphilis to see what would happen. Like there's a bunch of crazy uh, science experiments that the government has just put on its people mm. without, like, you know, unlawfully, but... Well, it's the same thing like the, this the stories of Plum Island. This one seems a little ridiculous. Yeah, but this one seems a little ridiculous. Like, they said that they're kidnapped... Because there's, like, it's... Mutated it's, animals isn't ridiculous? It's saying, it's saying there's, like, there's aliens. <laughs> there's aliens that are involved. Um, duh. I think Stranger one, thing. That's what they It's saying. literally Stranger Things. I, was, I have a book that I'm reading that a guy wrote, published himself... And has, he says he has all of the things in this book are what he calls soft facts. And what soft facts are, are facts that he doesn't have any actual proof of other than his testimony. It's like, why am I going to believe you? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. It's a, it's a wild. Mont, the, Montauk, the Montauk Project, it's it's quite a rabbit hole to fall down. I, I, I don't know. I, I'll make a couple of calls. Yeah. I just don't think it's going to happen because I know I've been, some of the stuff that I've been seeing is there's a lot of like, People trying to like that were doing documentaries on it, mm-hmm. and they couldn't even get legal access to get in. They had to hop fences and take videos, and then they're like, yeah. "Oh, let's." We heard they like they heard voices in the building. It was like, "Let's get out of here before we get arrested." Yeah, well, it's probably because it's you know, all gang members or well, no, not in Montauk, but it's probably people in there doing things they're not supposed to. That's probably or you know, maybe maybe because it's still nobody it's all, in there. It's all unless, graffitied. Yeah, there's nobody in there at this point, unless people unless are still, in there. Unless there's experiments, going they could on. be. And they're stealing, Very well, they're, could they're be. kidnapping children and 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 testing on them to try to give them Eleven's powers. I, I mean, it's it's it was eerily like quiet, yeah. like eerily. Yeah. Like we would walk, we we could like run laps and scream, and no one would be like, "Shut up!" Like it was literally like no one was there. They like it like that, so no one can hear you scream. <laughs> It's yeah. really cool. It's a very cool. It's a very cool park that I didn't know existed for the longest time. And yeah. then, uh, even though I've been to the point a bazillion times in my life. Well, then we did Bronx Zoo. Bronx we went Zoo to was Bronx fun. Zoo, which was fun. Uh, I went obviously Boo at the Zoo a couple years ago, uh, but he hasn't been in years. I've been there like fifteen the years. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah. it was it was my cool. brother and my cousin were like, Hey, let's go to the zoo. It was like, Yeah, I've been there in a gazillion years and it was a good time. Saw some animales. We did and whoever's running the Congo needs to fix their audio because it sounded they had some really crazy audio loop going that sounded absolutely terrible. The gorillas yeah. were cool, but uh, it felt like I was, my brains were getting scrambled the yeah. whole time. Yeah, that was funny. It was a good time though. And then uh Desi uh, which is his brother's girlfriend. Uh, she, <laughs> we went on the. There was a monorail, and she loves red pandas. Mm. And so, like, she saw red panda immediately started crying. It's the funniest thing. They would it was great. It, they charge extra for the Congo on the weekends or something. No, they charge period. They charge extra period for the Congo. It's the Congo oh. Jungle World. Congo Jungle World. Um, the uh, the monorail and something else they charge extra for. But if you buy like the forty one dollar ticket, mm. you just and everything. They usually escort me there, so I I don't know. Or you could go on uh, on Wednesdays, and I think Wednesdays. Is Wednesdays free yeah. day. You but don't want to go on a Wednesday. No, no I know, but I mean, I'm giving people the option. But I think you still have to. If you go on a Wednesday, you still have to pay for Jungle World, the Congo, and the Monorail. Yeah. That's all separate. Okay. They usually they'll hold a, a a space for me by the offices, and then what do you call it? We'll be able to go, and then they'll escort us around to wherever we want to go. And the only thing that I haven't done in a long time uh, there is the mon- the monorail monorail. No, not the uh, sky view. It's the thing that you go up and you're, it goes across the whole park. Uh, is it, it's a zip. Do they the, do a zip line across the? Not whole a park? zip There's line. There's a tree thing that it's, you walk it's on. It's not. It's not a ground monorail. It's like a sky monorail. I don't know if they have that anymore. Well, we really? were we were in a sky monorail. Then that must it was be literally it. in the sky. Where you just go around and you yeah. see all the animals. You don't yeah. go around the whole park. It's like from one side of the park to the other, I'm pretty sure. Mm, no. It, it takes you from one side to the It's been a long time since I've been on it. So I don't know if that's still there. Yeah. I, I could be wrong. I have no idea. The only I, monorail that we went on was it was on one side and uh, it was in the sky. It was tall. Like you were, yeah. you know, plenty feet in the air and yeah. it went around, but it didn't go around the whole thing. Right, didn't right, go right. around the whole park. It only went around that one section. Yeah, they're they're what do you call it? The the zoos and everything are hurting right now because everything with COVID. So they they're you know they really could use the help you know so people going and paying and you know yeah. doing all the stuff. So that's that's why you know they can really they can absolutely use a lot of um, a lot of people going to them. Wednesdays is the day that everybody goes because it's free. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know it, it's it just gets you can't you can't see anything or do anything, and you got a million or three kids sitting and running all over the place with their mouths wide open screaming. Yeah. So I was uh, I did I did Montauk on Saturday. Um, we went out there to catch the sunset. So we oh, even nice. though, even though the sunset was is on the north side of the island and we were on the south side of the island, but we still were able to go out. We went out and uh, I, I I was like we we did some stuff. To, we went to toast in the morning. Thank you guys for the for oh, the, the yeah, gift yeah. card. What do you call it? Um, you know, but uh, so toast. I love them. And then uh, we went quick out to uh, Sunken Meadow, and I was like, it's too busy here. I don't want to be here. So mm-hmm. we left. Then we went to Port Jeff for a hot minute. Then I'm like, okay, maybe we'll go somewhere else. And then Danielle knocked out in the car because she was tired. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to drive out to Montauk. So I figured I'm gonna, we'll do something nice and romantic. And Wait, I, so did she just wake up and we're like, yeah. oh, we're in Montauk? She's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so we pulled up. We stopped at the supermarket, and I grabbed um, you know, a, a, a new blanket because I didn't expect to be there. Mm-hmm. I grabbed the blanket and a bunch of food like you know, and some um, saying, and we went out to the beach and we had what do you call a nice little dinner on the beach with uh, you know with the sunset and everything and and hung out for a couple hours and then we drove all the way home it was worth it 
nice. You know, because we, didn't, we nice. didn't have Haley, so you know, we, we were able to do a little romantic thing. Montauk's nice. You know what I mean? I we 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 used to go every single year, and then what do you call it? COVID happened. You mm-hmm. know, and um, we just don't have that tradition anymore. And the, the place we used to go changed ownership, and they switched over and everything. And that okay. was the place that originally was going to have us do something over there. And I remember. Okay, but then they switched hands. And I hadn't spoken to them. And now we're already into the season, so it doesn't make any sense. But, you know, I want to start talking to them for next season. It's popping in town. Yeah. It always is. Yeah. It's it's weird because normally I wouldn't be able to get a, a, a spot anywhere over there. I know where to go because of years from going there. But, yeah. Um, like, I'm sure Tom knows because he's been out there a ton of times. But I you can't usually the, 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 the point you go to or do you no, go to the town? Let, no, well, I, we used to go to Hither Hills, which is the... Um, is that the left before you get into town? Uh, you know how when you're driving down, you're driving down, you can either go up the hill or you can go like straight or you can bear right? Yeah. You bear right. And then it's by the, okay. the cemetery for the first house in Long Island. It's right over there, but it's Hither Hills State Park, and that's usually where I go. That's where we camp. I've camped there my entire life. Okay. The most part, you you weren't really going to Montauk all that often, were you? Uh, no, yeah. I I went a couple times. You were a Fire Island person, right? Uh, I only went Fire Island because one of my friends um had a boat, so I would go once a year with her. But then after a while, we got older, and then that stopped. Um, okay. but I didn't. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary not really I didn't really do a lot of 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 that. My really my vacations were kind of just going to Florida, or like a or you know another place. But um, no, I mean I've gone to to Fire Island a bit. It's yeah. great. That's, it's yeah. fun. There's I've, a lot I think of spots. I've been there once in my entire life. If that, I can't. Which is weird because I've never. Ah. So and and we were thinking about going there like a couple weekends ago just to you know go, but it was already late. I'm like I don't really don't care. You know. Yeah, if you're gonna go, uh, probably go Ocean Beach because that's where the big town is. Okay. Go Ocean Beach. Yeah. That way, there's actually something to do other than just going on the beach. Like there's stuff to look at. <laughs> <laughs> Walking on the beach. <laughs> I real I really want to go to to Plum Island. I want to check Plum Island out. Isn't Plum Island where they keep all the the diseases? I don't I don't know. Maybe I they, think it's where all the like mutant animals supposedly came from. But uh, anyway, why don't we do this? Let's take a quick break, and we'll come back with some uh, what do you call it? Uh, Savor the flavor, and then Kimberlina's question. What's up? This is Harley Morrison, aka the Sauce Boss from Epic Meal Time, and you're listening to the Grindhouse Radio. Welcome to the Green Turtle. I'm Carlos, the manager of our East Meadow, New York location. Have you been here before? 
We're a family-friendly sports-themed bar and grill. Not in New York? You can visit us at any of our 40-plus locations across the country. Enjoy one of our amazing beer and lunch specials throughout the week. Or come in and watch any game or UFC fight on over 67 TVs. As a matter of fact, each booth has its own TV for your personal viewing experience. Don't forget about happy hour. Come with friends or make some new ones at the bar where everybody knows your name. Be sure to visit us at thegreenturtle.com and join our rewards program today. Don't be a turtle. Our seats fill up fast and we'll see you next time at the Green Turtle. Foodie friends, I hope you brought your appetites. It's time to savor the flavor with Kim and Brim. Yo, 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 it's uh, Kimberlina, uh, Cookie, Fina, Bambolina, something like that. <laughs> it's Brim Stuffolino. <laughs> it's time to save the flavor. I'm trying to get up, Kim. I'm trying to get up. I'm, I, I, by the end of the show, I'll be up. It's okay. Uh, it's you know. one of those weeks, guys. We are the truest forms. Yeah. It's tiring, just, too. Just very, very sad stuff. Um, so this week we're going to talk about something interesting, um, some some like interesting concoctions. Uh, there are so many different things that I see popping up on menus that are really outside of the box. They're really outside the proverbial box, and I really like it because you know it gives you something different to try. It you know hits every single taste bud on a different level. Um, you know the, one of the the really cool things that I've seen recently. Uh, it's not that it's necessarily new. It's just you know the size of the ones that I've seen, like French toast with a what do you call it? Stuffed with um, um, cheesecake. You Ooh. know what I mean? Drizzled with you know caramel and or uh, uh, chocolate syrup and and what do you call it? Um, whipped cream and you know what I mean? Just a, a big delicious mess of of sweetened, uh, decadent deliciousness. Ooh. You know? Yeah, I've had a. I don't remember the place, and this was a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. It was a um, a a stuffed buffalo chicken waffle, oh, and it yeah. had a hot honey drizzle, mm. and it was so so good. I'm, I actually think the place is out of business because of COVID. Really? I'm pretty sure it's that place. So what um, they do? They had the chicken it stuffed inside the waffle. Well, you know, like if you ever see online how like they have like the waffle maker, right. And people just press whatever the yeah, heck yeah, they yeah. wanted it. Okay. It was pretty much the batter and that stuffed in it. I don't know mm. how they did it, but I, I could only assume that's how they made it. Right. And they had the buffalo chicken, and they mm. pressed it in, did that whole thing, and it became a waffle. Very And it was so, so good. Yeah. It was like spice on spice, but like it worked out. And I'm, and I, if I remember correctly, they had like this, this like um, sour cream kind of dressing on the side too that like would cool it down. Mm. But I was like, nah, I'm just gonna put everything on it. Spicy. It honey. was so good. Mm, so delicious. Yeah. Anything stuffed, it, even like you said, like anything like stuffed French toast, like Nutella or banana, strawberry. I am all about it. Yeah, I had this weekend. Uh, what do you call it? There was a. It was. It wasn't a crepe. You know what I mean? It wasn't a crepe, and it was. It was not necessarily a pancake, but kind of like a pancake, but a light pancake batter. Okay. And and it was what do you call it? It was stuffed with Nutella and what do you call it? just uh my, like crumble on top, and um. it's just so good. And then like some kind of a, a cream. Uh, wasn't whipped cream, but like some kind of a cream. There was like some like vanilla. Sauce. Okay. So good. Clotted cream? So, I don't know. Okay. I don't remember. You know what the problem is? Is that I I wasn't I wasn't working. You know what I mean? I wasn't doing like a review. I wasn't doing any of that. No, you're so just I just eating. I was just eating and enjoying myself. Yeah. Um, As in, you should. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So what do you call it? I I uh, it was just so good, and I didn't order it. They brought it out to me. 
Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't. Right. I did. It was not something that was on the menu. It was brought out and made for me. Oh, well, you know. Okay. So what do you call? It? So uh, it was. It, but it was so good. I'll show you a picture of it after. Yeah, yeah. But um, it was so those and and you know it's it's warm. It's it's stuff that you just you didn't have 10, 15 years ago. You know, mm-hmm. and it just makes the menu a little more colorful, and it makes your taste buds just kind of jump for joy. You know. Yeah. So. I feel like anything food stuff related that doesn't normally go with it or it's just a fun addition to the food is pretty much like an on point thing yeah like people just go for it and they're like yes i'm gonna order this every time yeah it's 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 an absolute uh an absolute uh, wonderful thing and and i'm seeing it on so many different menus now you know where yes. you know they're going outside of the ordinary and, and i yes. appreciate that because that's what keeps me coming back i enjoy things that are outside of the ordinary i like things that when you go to a place the ambiance is is just beautiful and you know it just sucks you in you know it what i mean tickles your taste buds. absolutely so why don't we do this uh we're going to end this is about all the time we have for save the flavor and we'll be right back with grand house radio hey this is sean chumel goku from dragon ball z and you're listening to grand house radio what up what up everyone it is time for kim's questions <laughs> Oh, hello everyone and welcome to Kim's Questions. This is a fun Kim's Questions because we have a guest in studio. We do. Intro him. We do. We have Ryan Carroll from Kickin' Chicken. He's uh, just joined welcome, us. Welcome, welcome. Hey. Somebody came to the studio a little late. It's not like you have, you know, a business to run or anything. But uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm here to hear him a lot. So what do you call it? Uh, you know, he's he's joining us. We're going to be talking about some of his uh, goodies that he brought in a little while. But we got some Kim's questions to do now. So uh, yes. whenever you're ready, uh, you want to explain it yeah, to Yeah, I'm going to explain works? it. So pretty much you've probably heard it before. Have you ever heard of Would You Rather? Yes. So it's pretty much that. Literally that, this or that kind of scenario. Um, some are a little more in-depth, some are crazy. Really just depends how crazy you want to go, but I have some foodie ones and I have some regular ones. I'm ready. Hit so it's going to be fun. It's going to be great. Okay, no. Are you I'll ready? Sorry. All right, here Let's we go. Let's do it. Would you rather do the Chocolate Carolina Reaper Challenge again or do the Wasabi Challenge? And if you've never heard of the Wasabi Challenge, let me know. Uh, Anyone know the Carolina? Wasabi challenge where you have to like snort wasabi? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's you have to take a teaspoon of wasabi and just straight up eat it and roll it in your mouth. Oh, I could do that easily. You could do that easily? Yeah. A whole teaspoon Well, you of could it? do yeah. You got the kick of chicken. I literally just <laughs> made reaper tenders before I came here. Like my entire body is like covered in just capsaicin right now. Ah. So my, like, I'm starting nice. to break out in rashes from it. So it's a good nice. thing I didn't shake your hand yet. Yeah. Oh, I did. <laughs> it's a bad thing that I went to the bathroom right, right before yes. this. Because I'm literally burning down there. I apologize. It's terrible. For you, because I know how that is. Yeah. When we used to do all the, the sauce and seasonings, the taste things everywhere, what do you call it? I would always forget, and then I would go to the bathroom, and yeah, you get you get uh, very tender in your tenders. Yeah, I'm on fire. Oh, my gosh. Fire down there. I'm pretty sure when we did the, the Carolina Reaper Challenge, um... Obviously, next day was not fun, but, like, we were trying to, like, not touch, and we were, like, burning all over the, the place. Yeah. I was like, I touched my eyebrow. I'm like, this is a problem. 
My yeah. mouth's burning. I'm like my- this on my forehead, like rubbing my forehead to get the sweat. Yeah. Just putting more capsaicin onto my forehead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just, got napkins. Just burning. Yeah. Just burning. Got napkins. I, I got some ice cream. Okay. There you go. <laughs> there you got go. My, <laughs> I put it on my face. <laughs> do, do you, we also have some water if you need some water. All right. Thank you. Or some yeah. creamer. You could just, ah. Yeah, cream We also great. got Jaeger in the back, so you could just, ah, whatever it is. <laughs> whatever makes you happy, we can do it. Um, Wait, so what's everybody doing? The the Carolina Reaper Challenge or the Wasabi Challenge? So you're, you're choosing Wasabi. The wasabi. Reaper Challenge, by the way, was a chocolate chocolate with reaper in it okay okay like capsaicin of it so just yeah. the 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 juices of it i'm going with wasabi i'm okay. not messing around with no reaper no. <laughs> <laughs> i deal with it every day i know how bad it is yeah no i'm gonna do the wasabi challenge I, there's no way i would ever eat something <laughs> as hot as a carolina reaper yeah e- ever again <laughs> it's, and it's not even just because and it's not even just like one i know i can't handle it but it's not even because i can't handle it it's because like i think anybody that eats that for fun should be medicated <laughs> they should be medicated or put in a padded room <laughs> that's what he says i agree it's yeah. crazy i'm gonna i'm gonna go with the yeah. reaper though i'm gonna do the reaper because I'd, I'd rather do the reaper than the wasabi because the wasabi everything goes all at once so you're gonna you're yeah. all you're 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 gonna breathe in it's gonna be like <gasps> yeah no i'd rather do the reaper because you're gonna get hot you're gonna get hot for a hot minute but the the wasabi is gonna you know that's gonna mess you up too yeah, I know oh. I prevailed all with the Carolina Reaper, but <laughs> I don't think I would ever do that again. I mean, maybe I'm not not gonna say never, say never, but uh, I think I'm gonna go with the wasabi one. I, I won't breathe for like a couple minutes. That's fine. <laughs> then I'll be cool. You don't need I'll, to live. It's okay. I need to live. I have very, I have no problem saying never again. Not yeah. once. Not even. There is not enough money. It was the, a lot. The, go ahead. I feel like wasabi. It does. It goes into your nostrils a lot. Yeah. But right. like that green wasabi that you get from like. Uh, Japanese from like sushi places. It's actually uh, powdered horseradish and, and green food, uh, green food coloring. Yeah, yeah, mixed. But it's, it's still too hot, expensive. Definitely. It's expensive. That's why. Yeah, it's, it's real wasabi is expensive and it's hard to transport. Right, it has like a three day shelf life. So oh. only like really fancy sushi chefs, like yeah. like omakase Michelin star chefs, have like the real deal stuff. Yeah, because once it's it's harvested, it's got like three days max. Oh. Yeah. See, you got a chef in house. Yes. He's gonna tell you how it is. I know. I knew how wasabi. Wasabi is super expensive, and like you said, only has a couple shelf life. A couple days shelf life. A couple days yeah. shelf life. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna still go with the Reaper. The whole challenge was the what do you call? There was a, a box of of these chocolates, and we all took the chocolates, and you don't know roulette. which ones were hot and which ones weren't. And what do you call it? And then we all got them, but she's the only one that got the hot one. So we all took a second one, and what do you call it? And then we got hit with it, and it was, yeah, it was pretty wild. Yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> they, it was. They thought I was lying at first. They're like, no, you didn't. I'm like, guys. Oh, no, I, <laughs> no. I definitely didn't think you were lying because you took the first bite, and you immediately started tearing up. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, like, you immediately. I know you can act, but I don't think you could make yourself cry within four seconds. No, and I love heat. Like, I love heat, but that, ooh. That yeah. was immediately burning. That was pretty bad. All right. All right, ready? next question. This is also a challenge. Would you rather do the cinnamon challenge or the salt and ice challenge? Do you know? So would sal- I rather choke to death salt? or burn myself? Yes. Salt and ice challenge? Yeah, I'm not sure what that is. So um, what you do is pretty much you put either like salt on your hand oh, or wherever you want, and one. then you take an ice cube and you put it on the salt in on your skin. It burns you. It makes, how they used to make like old ice cream and such is they would use salt and ice together because it makes it below zero. Yeah. Like way below zero. So it makes it super cold. It's a freeze burn. It's a freeze burn. So would you rather do that? <laughs> <laughs> or the cinnamon or the challenge. the cinnamon challenge. Um, which is a teaspoon of cinnamon. Like straight up dry I've cinnamon. I've done the cinnamon challenge a bunch of times. 
Um, <laughs> I've, I've never purposely burnt myself. Um, I burnt myself a million times from a chef, but I don't know. I'd, I'd probably do the ice challenge because I, I haven't tried that one yet. Yeah. But yeah. It sucks. It sounds yeah. horrible. It's not fun. I've touched, I mean, in restaurants, like when you say you have like a bus tub, like uh, to hold like all your stuff for service, right. right? So we put like squeeze bottles in that with ice and then we hit it, we mix that with salt because it, first of all, it keeps yeah. it stiff and it keeps it colder longer. That's the same so thing. So if you just put ice, it would melt within like 30 minutes, but with the salt, it'll hold for like two hours. Oh, they, two hours? Yeah, at least. Interesting. In a hundred degree kitchen. Yeah, well, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna go. All with that cinnamon. chem stuff, you know. Yeah. All the chem. I'm gonna do cinnamon. Why not? I'll do okay. the salt and ice because I don't feel like choking on a teaspoon of cinnamon. It's not. It's not fun. It's not a no. good time. None of them are fun, but the it's a little ice and salt. It'll be it'll hurt for a couple seconds, maybe a couple minutes. Yeah. It's not that bad. Yeah, I'll do the the salt and ice. You're challenge. gonna do the cinnamon challenge. You're gonna be gasping for air because you can't breathe because you just got a mouth full of cinnamon. Yeah. What That's if you true. what if you like have your mouth really really wet, and then you like take it and you go, mm, 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 you know what I'm saying? No. You're supposed You're to wet. just take it in one shot. You don't gotta you don't like you don't like so nurse you, go, you don't mm, nurse like the cinnamon. This? Yeah. So what if you get enough saliva in your mouth that it's like it it just well yeah I don't know. I the might. It might make it worse. I don't know because you'll just have a solidified ball of cinnamon in your mouth. And really? Oof. I'd imagine. I don't know. I, look, I've seen like four people. Everybody do, looks. I've right. seen like four. I'm just keeping him in the conversation. But I've seen like I've seen so many people do the cinnamon challenge, and every single one of them look like they're gasping for air by the end of it. So I'm gonna not choose that one. Wait, you've done it. But you've done How it. How was your reaction? Did you die each time? I thought it would be possible. He's here. So. It's, just, <laughs> it's, it's just a tablespoon. I thought it was possible. This was yeah. years ago. I was like probably like 2010 or something. Right, right. I tried it a couple different times. I mean, just tablespoon of cinnamon, but it just does not go down. You could even try to drink water. It just like encapsulates around the water. It's weird. Really? Yeah, it's really, we should do, you should do it right now. You got no. any cinnamon? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the salt and uh, ice. Yeah, and actually, we got that. Cinnamon in there. I'm not going to try it though. <laughs> I'm not gonna try it. I'm gonna, I don't know what you brought. I definitely am not gonna try it because I don't want to <laughs> die. This is definitely what I brought is no, enough of a challenge for the day. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, everybody answered. Yeah, there I'm pretty go. sure everyone I answered. I switched. I'm using. I'm doing the ice and, and salt. You're I've gonna done do ice that. and salt. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that sucks, but I'll do it anyway. Ice and salt, buddies. All right, there we go. Look at us. All right, would you rather be in a fist fight with the villain of the last <laughs> movie you watched or the protagonist of the last video game you played? So I'll say it again. Uh, would you rather be in a fist fight with the villain of the last movie you watched or the protagonist of the last video game you played? Oh, my God. I, I don't remember ooh. what I watched last. Protagonist watched of the villain, I mean, of the video game I played because the last movie I watched was Thor. I don't think I'm gonna be able. I'm not. I don't think I'm gonna be able to kill a god butcher. So, <laughs> last movie I watched is Goodfellas. Like two days ago. I yeah. think I don't know who the villain. I think everyone's kind of a villain in that. So it'd be pretty me much. versus like. So you're pretty much fighting the mafia. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, what the the government's the villain. The rest of the mafia is the villain. So there's just too many villains. Yeah. <laughs> or the TV show, right? A movie or a TV show is just a movie. Last just a movie. movie. I don't remember the last movie I watched. Um, I know I you mean in the theater? No, it could be any movie. Because I was going to say the la last theater movie was Thor. I would go against the the butcher god butcher. Oh, you would? Yeah, why not? Okay. Listen, <laughs> he kills like actual right. gods though. That's okay. I'm Samson. Spoiler alert! As long as if y'all didn't my see hair, it. I'm good. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I don't know. I don't know. Listen, at the end of the day. I think you would rather him cut your hair than anything else, sir. Yeah, don't cut my, my thing. I don't want that. I wasn't going okay, there, but you went there. <laughs> that's that's the true sense of my talent. <laughs> um, I, listen, I don't know. Um, <laughs> listen, I'm, I'm, I'm being real. Um, the last video game you played, Animal Crossing? You know, wouldn't rather that? That's not the last video game. That's I the last one I played. The last yeah. video game that I played, which it's been a while, is probably, no, because I play games on my phone, but the last video game on the console was the one that you got me. Which was the uh, the one with all the serial killers? Oh, Dead by Daylight. Yeah, so yeah. we're not going to do that. You okay, know what I mean? Yeah. I'd rather go against the 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 butcher. Butcher because, serial killer. Be- yeah, because the butcher will end it like <laughs> this in two seconds. So if I'm going to go, I'm going to go quick. You know, the other ones they're going to ah, I'm going to stab the crap out of me. Hell no, I don't want that. All right. You know what I'm saying? No, no. I mean, I might actually. You know, when that that those killers I ha- do stand a chance against though. Because who are you fighting against? What, what's his face? Uh, scary face? What's his name again? Uh, uh, I Scream? Think, I think, yeah, Ghostface is ghost in face? that. Um, I can take Ghostface. Are you kidding they, me? I think Jason's in that. I can take Jason. I uh, went up to, Freddy's the, to in Jason. It. Freddy, I don't know. Jason, I was, I in real life, I went face to face with him. So I'm I'm good. You know, there's a real, there's a real camp and there's like that has a that's got a lake in it that if you go to the end of the dock, it has a real life Jason Voorhees statue uh, staring up at you. That would scare the shit out of me. Yeah. 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 I was yeah. terrified of him when I was a kid. <laughs> terrified. That and that movie, It. I watched oh, it when I was like five. I don't like yeah, it. Destroyed me. When yeah. I was a kid, I was like scared to like take a shower when I was like five for like <laughs> the whole summer. It was, just, it was just a smelly summer in my life. Pennywise, he's a scary son of a gun. Yeah. That's literally, literally me. When I was like seven, I watched. Uh, that's why I have a fear of the Titanic and then also It. Because It was like the first scary ish movie that I like saw partially. Yeah, the same. Freaked out. Yeah, I was like five. It destroyed my, and just pretty much destroyed my childhood for like a summer. Yeah. But then that second one came out, and I was like, this isn't scary at all. Yeah. It's I was different. also like 20 something years old at the time. Of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. Big gap. Yeah. Big um, gap. Yeah. Wait, so what's everyone doing? What are you doing? What do you mean? Which one are you taking? You taking so it's the, 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 the game? fight the entire cast of Goodfellas, yeah. Okay. okay. Definitely. So you're choosing Goodfellas. Yep. Video games. Video games, Brim. <sighs> I'm gonna go with, I'm I'm gonna go with the video game. Okay. Because of the game, it is I can handle some of those the guys. Protagonist. Okay, yeah, that's I can, fine. I can deal with that. I w- the last video game I played was Animal Crossing, and I am technically my character. So would I be punching myself? <laughs> no, because you would. There's no villain in that game. So you're no, you're. I'm punching the protagonist oh, of the last video the game. Technically, what's his face? This <laughs> the villain, the one, uh, the little raccoon guy. Oh, Tom Nook. Yeah. yeah. No. Oh, okay. So if you're fighting the protagonist in your video, yeah, you'd be fighting yourself probably. I but guess. I'd be fighting myself. I guess so. I. I That's imagine. deep. That is dark. You have mm. to punch yourself. That's awesome. For your first punch. <laughs> For my first punch. <laughs> That'd be great. For years we've been talking about that. She just has to throw a punch because she's never hit anybody. You never punched anybody. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I I, I playfully, accidentally, like, haha, and did that, but not like, 
on purpose. Yeah. Like I want if I'm gonna punch someone, he's been saying for years. He's like, oh, you could just punch me. I'm like, no, I need to be mad at someone and actually have it with feeling and actually be like, yeah, I punched them. Yeah, it's but it, I just it's a mixed feeling. It feels pretty good when you punch somebody <laughs> in the face. Yeah. It doesn't feel good when you get punched in the face. No, no. I mean I, I remember my first time getting punched in the face. It wasn't great. It's not fun. Yeah, it's definitely fun. not. But I after you punch me in the face, you're going to get it three times <laughs> on and get in the there back. You go. <laughs> and you're doing the video game. Yes. Yeah. 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 I'll do. I'll do the last video no. game too. Why the heck not? Got time for one more. All right. And this is the last foodie question. Would you rather get one free meal, free meal a day, or three free drinks a day? So like meal, you can ask for anything, and boom, just pops up. Or you could have a drink, and or three drinks, whatever, it just pops up, boom, whenever you three want. Three drinks, the day. hands down, no okay. question, definitely. Yeah. Drinks are ten times more expensive. You're, I mean, it depends. You're gonna need them. But yeah, I just rather have a drink. It could be anything. I you can could eat go all from day. water to alcohol. I yeah, know. but I can make food for myself all day. Yeah. You know, in like restaurants, like since I was, you know, especially in the city and stuff, like the kitchen always trades like the bar. Like, yeah, I'll give you some food make us some drinks I always yeah. do that trade you know depending on the restaurant we work at so as a chef we, food is always accessible drinks mm-hmm. not so much there you go yeah insider barter deals <laughs> <laughs> exactly love it uh i think i'll do the the i don't know i'm gonna do the meal i could cook meals but it'd be cool to just be like you know what i'm feeling this right now boom popped up what are you doing so i'm gonna do that i'm probably gonna do the meals too because i don't cook so I'm gonna do the the meals just because I like to have different things. Yeah. Yeah. The drinks. What if, what if I'm right not now, a huge drinker. Yeah. So you know. I was gonna say, what if right now you're like, you know what? I know we have a bunch of burger places on the island, but you're like, you know what? I want some In and Out. Boom. Oh yeah. Have In and Out. I did want some you Del want Taco some... the other day. I am gonna say I did. I had an urge for some Del Taco. The see, other day. there you go. No free ads. Yeah, no free ads. But, but see, yeah, I did. I did want that. I really don't care about in and out. I'm not, for, you know. Well, you know what I mean. Like, let's say in Texas fries. you wanted some barbecue of like your favorite place, whatever. Boom. All right. You fair know, enough. or wherever. So Pennsylvania. I can just poof it, just like the genie. Yes. That's hot. Poof. All right, yeah. I'm gonna do that. Well, anyway, that's all we have for Kim's questions. We will be right back with the Grindhouse Radio and more food. What's up, everybody? This is Kari Payton, and you are listening to The Grindhouse Radio with Tim, Brim, and sometimes Tom. Enjoy. Once upon a time, there was a prince and his beautiful horse. Whoa, girl. Ah, you're still fresh from this morning's bath. That mane and tail deep moisturizing shampoo and conditioner always works like a charm. Oh, dear prince, I'm the lady of the lake. (gasps) The fabled woman of the water. Your horse's mane and tail look positively radiant. Why, thank you, fair maiden. But wait, what happened to your hair? Legends say that yours was the most beautiful thine eyes had ever seen. Aye, it was once. But 500 years in the lake make one lose its luster. You may be magical, but I have the solution that will repair, rebuild, and rejuvenate your hair! Dear Prince, you have discovered the secret? And with that, the brave prince handed the lady a flask of the finest mane and tail. Here, here, fair lady! Mane and tail has lifted my curse! My hair has become healthy, soft, and silky once again! Mane and tail hath restored your magic! Let us celebrate! Huzzah! Discover the secret within your own fairy tale by visiting ye old shopping centers or scrolling online at maneandtail.com. 
Oh boy, oh boy. It's time for the Pop News with Rob Medina. Where he talks about comics and anything nerdy and geeky. Hello everyone, welcome to the Pop News. I am your host, Rob Medina, and I thank you all for listening to the Grindhouse Radio. So last week it was reported that they have found a writer to write the spinoff film for the Creed movie in Drago, uh, which will be focusing on the characters of Ivan and Victor Drago uh, from Creed 2. Now, I will say that I had heard about this uh, being in, in the works uh, for quite some time, ever since they were promoting Creed 2. But um, the fact that, the, that Sylvester Stallone is not involved with this movie at all, I'm not going to say I'm hesitant, but I'm a little reserved about this whole thing, which I guess is pretty much the same thing as being hesitant. But uh, there's this whole thing about Stallone being really upset with the producers who do have the rights to this character and, own, and the ownership of the character of Rocky and all the other characters that are uh, within that Rocky universe, if you will. And he has no say in the matter. He has no ownership at all. But because of that, I'm a little hesitant about this story because I think that there is something to be said about his involvement with these characters because with his input in it, he's actually made some fantastic characters uh, out of this franchise here that are a part of pop culture, of cinema history. And without his involvement, I'm a little concerned about that. But I'm going to be honest. I am a little optimistic and say that there is a possibility that we're going to make we're, we're going to get a great movie out of this year. But it, only time will tell, of course. So there has been no uh, report as far as when the production will begin, because uh, right now they're still very much in the early stages here. And as far as the release date, nothing has been confirmed as of yet. But in other news, uh, this week, tomorrow, actually, you're going to get the release of the Hulu original film in Prey. I had an opportunity to check out this movie, um, and I will simply say that this is by far the best Predator sequel, prequel, whatever you want to call this movie that we've ever gotten here by far, because all the other uh, later Predator films that have come out here haven't always been the greatest. Now, I will say that I did enjoy Predator 2. Is it as good as the first one? No. I actually did like Predators. I thought that was actually a really good film, but was it as good as Predator? No. And as far as all the other ones are concerned, including the uh, uh, the uh, Alien vs. Predator films, I wasn't really a big fan of here. So hearing that that uh, that Hulu was going to be releasing this, or rather 20th Century Studios was going to be releasing this film on the, on the uh, Hulu uh, streaming platform, I was a little kind of hesitant because I thought, well, they're just making another film just to keep the brand alive, more or less, and didn't really have a lot of high hopes for this movie. But when I saw this film, I was really thoroughly entertained and I was actually quite impressed at how good this movie really is and I can say like I said before this is by far the best Predator uh, sequel prequel whatever you want to call this movie as I said before that we've ever got here thoroughly entertained thoroughly enjoy this film and I recommend you guys all do check it out here because I know for a fact that once the word of mouth gets out with the audience here that they love it and there's going to get a lot of high viewership no doubt in my mind with a sequel to this film it's going to be released in theaters here but that's going to be it for me and the pop news this week and if you like what I do here on the Grindhouse Radio make sure you follow me on the YouTube channel Nerds Rule the World where we do reviews for television uh, films uh, video games comic books and we also interview people in the entertainment industry as well too and we all I also host a show on the channel called You're So Cool with Rob Medina so make you share like a video, subscribe to the channel, and hit the notification bell while you're down there as well, too. And now let's get back to the Grindhouse Radio. Hi, this is Stan Lee, and you're listening to Grindhouse Radio with my old pal Brimstone, Excelsior. And we're back to the Grindhouse Radio. Yes, we are. So, Ryan, 
What's going on, brother? What's up, brother? How you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm so glad that you finally joined us. What do you call it? Uh, We've been talking about this for some time already. Yes. And uh, what do you call it? I know you've been very, very busy because you've got your one location in Farmingdale, but you've also been in the process of opening up multiple other locations. And just for you guys who are not in the New York area, it's a local, you know, it's a Long Island, New York. Uh, But if you are in town or if you're, as I mentioned, what was it, last week or the week before, uh, if you're into these hot, 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 ultra hot, challenges ryan's got one of the biggest ones on the island so talk about let's let's talk about how did that start yeah the reaper challenge yeah yeah i mean so i came up with the concept kicking chicken like nashville style i saw what they were doing in california it was like dave's hot chicken al's hot chicken just like they have like 20 different types of concepts all hot chicken i was like there's nothing like this in new york i was like it's blown up in california right so then you know i had the space and the idea and backing so Opened up uh, Kicking Chicken. So then, um, I you know, I tried like the Buffalo Wild Wings Challenge, a lot of other challenges, and I was like, I was like, I want to do one, but I want to, if we're going to do it, it has to be like a thousand, they got to win like an obscene amount, like a good amount of money, a thousand dollars. I'm going to make some sick trophies, which we did. Yeah. Um, like custom, custom made trophies, like golden chickens and stuff. And uh, <laughs> I want it to be extremely difficult, like fear factor difficult, like real tough. So I've met this guy in Chattanooga who like grows like reapers and the hottest peppers in the world. And, um, during COVID and I went down there to talk to him and he's got like acres of all the peppers and he dehydrates and makes powders. So he sends me kilos of powder. I feel like I'm in like cocaine cowboys. When I talk to him, I'm like, yeah, let me, <laughs> let me get a kilo of this, uh, seven pot brain strain <laughs> and this and that. And so he, he's just like shipping me kilos. And I'm wondering if like, I just said, let me, let me get a kilo of this. Let me kill that. I'm like waiting for like the FBI to like, monitor my phone and just see me buying <laughs> kilos of it, you know so he sends me kilos of the hottest pepper stuff in the world um and it's expensive and uh i pretty much take tenders and i marinate them overnight in this stuff and then um Jeez. the breading i lace it with the powder as well mm-hmm. an obscene amount and then um after we fry them i dunk them in uh this really aromatic chili oil that i make oh god and i and i lace that with the pe- with that as with the, with the hot pepper powder as well and then I, after I take it out of the chili oil, then I hit it with more reaper powder. So it is. I have some right here, and it's absolutely brutal. So you actually brought them? Oh yeah, I brought them. Yeah. yeah. Oh god. Yeah, <laughs> I brought them. Yeah. So I mean, we had like thirty people try this challenge. Um, they can sign up on our website to do it. We had one guy win. Everyone else, half a tender. They tried at least um, one, eaten one whole tender. Okay. Right. If you eat five tenders in five minutes, this guy flew from Arizona uh, to, to Farmingdale. Um, got an Airbnb and an, and an Uber, um, costed him 975 bucks and he won a thousand dollars. So, and he won the challenge. So he got two that free. paid for it. Yeah. He, he go, won 25 right. bucks, a trophy, and then I gave him two milkshakes. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's wow. kind of you to give him two milkshakes. Yeah. <laughs> that, he, he, he puked him up right after. Really? Right, yeah. I had to go clean it up. It was right on the front uh. door. You should have been like, listen, man, you got to clean it up. He had to go catch a plane. Really? Yeah, he, his flight was right after, so he had to go back to work. Oh, my God. What a, what a, that is a brave individual oh to, to do this challenge. Be like, I'm going to do this and then immediately go hop on a plane. Yeah. Like, so, that must not have been a fun flight. No. no. Oh, no. For anybody. I, no. I was going to get to that. So then I had to sell him money, right? Uh, the $1,000. So he gave me his number. So I zelled him the money. I was like, you know, I got this guy's number. I, goes, I go, how's the plane? He was on the plane, so he didn't text me. When he got off, he right. sent me like a bunch of pictures and stuff. But just he was puking all over the plane the entire time. <gasps> <laughs> puking. He, said that he, he couldn't. He, he was hunched over because he had uh, cramps. Like the, they call them cap cramps when it's yeah. too much capsaicin, like spice from the you know heat. 
and he was just hurled over in the in the seat like hunched over just puking just uh dry heaving the whole oh my lord to arizona i don't know how f- what is that like uh i don't know how many hours that is it's gotta be like three four hours uh, four i was hours. gonna say that's gotta that's how much was like it to california four, it was like a six a hour, hour flight six hour flight to california so it's gotta be four four and a half yeah. yeah so he's got a lot of people that hate him from that plane i'll tell you that Ooh. oh yeah <laughs> i do not want to be the person anywhere in that vicinity of him no oh, oh, my God. because you know oh, oh my god because you gotta know the that smell. like you gotta know that there's a sound there's at least two or three people on that plane that they start puking when they hear other people start puking. So oh, yeah. he just definitely set a chain reaction. Like that that plane is is yep. ground zero for, for whatever just happened there. That's hilarious. And sometimes like that's actually like a phobia for people. Puking, so like imagine yeah. some people on the the flight, they would that is <laughs> Yeah, some people that just hear people like that gagging and puking sound they gag people themselves. automatically puke. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's, it's that's, like yawning. I that's think, crazy. I think puking on a plane might be worse than like a really crying baby. I don't know. That's like up there. Like, is this guy gonna puke on me? Or oh like, yeah, would you rather have somebody puke on you or or a screaming baby next to you for a six hour flight? I could tune the baby out. I've got three kids. Yeah, I've been through it. I could tune the baby out. Not that I necessarily want to hear it. Yeah, but I could tune it. The puking, you don't know what they're puking from. But they only puke for a minute or two. I'm seeing a five minute puking session or five hours of a baby crying in your ear, and it's got an iPad and it's throwing snacks at you. And you're right next to it. I'll do you the puke. I'll take, I'll, I'll take the puke. The puke kit. Yeah. The puke. You know that's that's quick, done, over with. You know it's I, a little gross. But yeah, but it doesn't get on you though. Yeah, yeah. I'm with that. No. Yeah. So did you think like while right. while we got something things. with the challenge when you're like this guy flies from Arizona is willing to risk indigestion and and stomach problems for the foreseeable future to yeah. just come do this challenge? Well, I did a video with this kid Brian Barry. He's uh I went to high school with him and he was the first one to do it and um. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He took, it was 10, 10 tenders at the time, and, and uh, we did a video, put it on social media, and then 500 people signed up on our website to do it. It was a lot of uh, Indian people, um, like from India. Mm-hmm. They they love spice. They come. Oh, yeah. oh man, and they can handle it too. Um, but they re- they they've tapped out on the Reaper Challenge. A lot of them. Um, but yeah, it blew up. And um, back to Brian Barry. This kid literally he was the first one to do it, and he was like my guinea pig. So when <laughs> when he did it, I was putting liquid. Um, sorry, Brian. I was putting uh, liquid capsaicin. It's like these little vials of just like pure. It's pretty much pepper spray. Yeah. In the chili oil, and so it was like ten. It was a it was terrible. It was like 14 million Scovilles. <gasps> so he ate one tender. He's like, "That's oh, it's not that bad. And then it hit him. And I mean, he was drenched. His shirt, shirt was drenched, hair drenched, drenched. When we sprayed the sheet tray in the dishwasher to wash it, it vaporized in the air in the entire kitchen. It was, uh, you couldn't walk in there because you'd start coughing, couldn't breathe. 
No. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was like God. tear gas. Yeah. Oh, I almost, my God. Ain't nobody got time for Do you that? get like a little <laughs> enjoyment or just like laugh to yourself when like you see somebody come up like thinking they'll be able to like handle it, like getting all cocky and then all of a sudden it just humbles them almost immediately? Yeah, every single time. I yeah. humble you. Yeah. 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 Well, a lot of people at first when I opened Kicking Chicken, you know, I was messing around with the levels of heat. You know, we have three levels, hot, hot AF, and blazing. People get the hot AF It's and um, they're like, oh, at first they're like, oh, it's not that hot. Oh, so it na- burned me up and I've got tolerance. Yeah. But people were saying, oh, it's not even hot, it's not. So then I started putting pure Reaper, a, a small little shaker of Reaper on it. You know, so then um, now it's like I haven't heard any complaints about heat levels at all. Like it's where it should be. Like I tell people hot's a 3 out of 10, Bla- hot AF is like a 7, and blazing's an 11 out of 10. And then the Reaper challenge is uh, like a 15. Yeah, hot Damn. AF, hot AF is is yeah. it's eleven out of ten. That's that that's that is hot. You yeah, should figure hot. out how that to like. Hot. You should do it on like a wing, and then figure out how to get that just just the wing itself onto hot ones. Yeah, like make that the final cha- just the, the one final wing. one on hot ones. <laughs> just one, yeah, yeah, that one is uh, just the the hot AF. So when when I went to visit, what do you call it? Ryan's like, I'm like, I go, hey, I wanna should I try the hot thing, the hottest one you have. To do it, you know, on social and everything. He goes, he goes, no, brother, you're not having that. I'm not giving it to you. He's like, you, you're gonna puke. It's not yeah, gonna I, happen. He was so good to me. He wouldn't let me. Eat he's it. not good to us today because he brought it. <laughs> I said I'll be back, and now we're here. We're gonna do it now. I'm just telling you, it's I, bad. Yeah, no, I mean, I like, I, I'll take a, I'll take a little bite of it, but I'm gonna be smart if I'm gonna do it. You yeah, know? if you just take your finger and just touch, like, should I open it? You want to see it, or we'll do it after? Well, sh- yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, we'll do it. We'll do, do that off the well, air. If you just uh, touch a little bit of the chicken, like there's chili oil and stuff, and just mm-hmm. put it to any part of your body, not even just your tongue, just yeah. it'll burn that part of your body. Oh, of course. Yeah, it's that bad. Of course. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I've got Reaper in one of my sauces, so I know. Yeah. I know. But, you, you you know, it's mixed and it's blended with anything with everything else. So mine, my sauce, the hottest one is six and a half million on the Scoville scale. That's a hell of a lot higher. Yeah, this is bad. You know, and that's just pure. Pure capsaicin. He's like, yeah, yeah this is bad. Yeah, I, I'm scared. <laughs> but now, but can you do it? Can you eat it? I don't get high on my own supply. I tell people that all the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't. I can't. I've tried it. Like, I'm not gonna like give people stuff that I don't try. Right. But like, people want me to like do it with them. Like right. when they're doing, oh, come on, do you try it? I'm like, no, I'm not gonna. <laughs> no. I know what you're about to go through. I don't want to do yeah, it. I created them. I know you're gonna throw up. Like I've done it. Definitely, I've tasted it. Right. But like even like my buddy Wayne. So my buddy Wayne, like he's a uh, competitive eater. He he he's won so many challenges. Uh, last one's like San Gennaro Festival. He, right. uh, he the last person it was 30 meatballs in, in X amount of time. This guy ate 113 meatballs. Oh wow. Ooh, he holds challenges God. all over. So he he's eaten done a lot of uh, spice challenges. So when I set it up, he he. He d- tasted a piece of a tender after somebody lost. He goes, "It's not even fair. It's, it's not you set it up. It's not even fair the way this is." I'm like, "That's why I'm giving a thousand dollars." Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Everyone else is giving T-shirts. I'm giving cash. Yeah. Like I wanted the hardest, hottest challenge. Yeah. 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 There's what do you call? It? I mean, there's there's there are other challenges on the island. There's one. Um, Too bad, man versus food ended. Yeah. Yeah, I know. There's one that has like uh, at a burger spot where it's like eight patties with the the bread and the cheese on each thing and you know and the fries and you've got to eat it but you know like within the, within 15 minutes or something like that yeah. and and you just unless you're a competitive eater and you're not even there's no way to do it it's a skill it's definitely a skill and a lot of times they just soak whatever that it is a lot of the carbs in just 
water and then just eat it and then shove it down their face. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's disgusting. It's gross. Yeah. I couldn't eat it like that. I want to enjoy it. Yeah. So I did I did the challenge. I didn't finish it in time and I didn't finish it at all. But um, and I can eat, you know, well, since I've had COVID, I haven't been able to eat as much as I used to. Mm. But, um, you know, but I but still I, I I can eat. Can't do those. Can't do the challenges. Not anymore. Maybe when I was younger, I'd get through. I'm such know. a slow eater. I would automatically fail. Yeah, I I could handle heat. Like I could do heat, yeah. but like if I tried to do ta- to like anything timed, forget it. I feel like heat. So, so with like spice challenges, like you've it's not only like uh, time. You have heat, and then it's you have to put down this X amount of food. So we do five tenders. You do three ounce tenders with breading. That's a pound of food. So in five minutes, not only do you have to eat a pound of food, mm-hmm. but you have to eat a pound of extremely hot food that's going to burn right. a hole in your stomach. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And soul. Yeah. And it's it's and soul, yeah. <laughs> and you feel it, and it and the the thing is is the 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 best way to do the hot challenges is to eat quick and to keep eating because if when you stop is when everybody starts to hurt because that's when you're breathing in, <gasps> yeah, exactly, and that's then you're getting and then it's building, 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 and that's when you screw. That's what you know. Whenever I do the judging of the jalapeno contests and everything else, and I, I will never get. I told you about the Maxim Maxim magazine contest, yes. so I did the ultra ultra hot, you know, what do you call pepper thing, and uh, with pucker butt, you know, you guys know about yeah. pucker butt, and um. What do you call it? Yeah. Scarfing it down is acceptable. Like, scarfing your food down is acceptable on this one. Like, just, you can't breathe. Yeah, no. You have you, to, you have eat, to it. eat it quick. And and when you're done, it's inevitable. You're going to puke it all out. You know what I mean? And if you don't, you are not normal. It's, but what's worse is that when you throw it back up, because not, you're only you're getting, like, the it, hotness it and then the acidity. Yeah. From yeah. not only, like, your own acidity from your body, but from the heat. When we did the chocolates, I'm lactose intolerant, and uh, we just, the only thing we had was milk. So we did the chocolates. I chugged maybe about a pint, pint and a half of milk. All came back up. My nose was on fire. <laughs> oh, God. It was brutal. Yeah, it was, it was not a fun time. Yeah, no, you- Honestly, I... I I don't even remember editing that show to be quite honest with you, and I don't it's even know. Blur. I don't even remember how it sounds. I there's an episode <laughs> out there that I just. <laughs> I I remember you were you were, there was like water coming out of here, out of here, out of oh, here. No, uh, yeah, no, I mean I, was, I, was hyper, was, I was hyperventilating. Yeah, I just bad. I couldn't do it. I was like, was this bad. is. I was like, get help. Whoever likes to do this, please get help. Get it, the hose. Get the hose. That's what we do. I yeah. hose. I bought a hose just like we keep it sanitized and people. We've had it. I have videos just like we baptize people back to life. Just like <laughs> the hose in their mouth and on their face. You're like, don't don't stop. Just like they're in the back. Customers are walking out in and out. And like, there's some kid half naked getting hosed down the back. Like, what What's going place? on in this establishment? Yeah. But the hose, the thing is, is, the water is the worst thing to do because the water just spreads it more. Yeah. So, you know, eating like ice cream or having milk or like rice, anything that's going to like Greek yogurt is actually the best. Um, what do you call it? it to to get that that heat off of your out of your mouth? You should have a Greek yogurt hose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I went through that entire. He gave me a shake, you know, mm-hmm. and and I'm like, I went through that shake in probably 0.2 seconds. What do you call Danielle was looking at me. She goes, "Did you just finish the shake?" I'm like, "Yep." <laughs> I was it's like, the fastest you ever drink a shake ever is when yeah. you're dying. I, like I've given people like when they're doing a challenge, I'll make ten shakes. It's like two three people. And they'll just down a shake in no time. Like another, please, can I have another one, please? Yeah. Like begging, please, can That's I crazy. have? Can I have another milkshake? Like. And normally that would never happen. They yeah. just take it as you know. But we also use those boba straws. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, those thick straws. Yeah. So uh, you can drink that in no time. It's crazy. What what I was doing is I would I put those it in my great. mouth and then I yeah. would let it sit and simmer in my mouth. 
So this way, you know, let it do its job. But, uh, you know, I, I got through it, but I killed my, my taste buds for the rest of the meal. Yeah. So I didn't even get to really taste any of the other stuff because I had my mouth on fire from the I, – I I, did you see the size of piece that I bit off? Yeah, I was watching you. And like an <laughs> idiot, like an idiot, Danielle and I were laughing because I did such an amateur move, and I'm not an amateur. I picked it up with my hand. So that's that was stupid number one. Stupid number two. I shoveled it in my face, got it all over my face. So now it's on my lips and every. And then I'm sitting and talking while I'm eating it. Such an so, amateur, Brim. Yeah, I was so upset with Such myself. An amateur. I gave him a flight, like from uh, no heat to hot to like, the hottest, whatever. Yeah, I went straight <laughs> for the hot. And I'm watching him, and from like the counter, I'm like, I'm like, just like, looking over there. And he just go, he goes to the hottest one, just shoves it in the mouth, and one by the guy. And I see him like two minutes later, just sweating. I was okay. I wasn't that bad. I wasn't that bad. No, no, I've seen way worse. Trust me. You definitely have a tolerance. Like you, like you're not an amateur at it. But uh, I would love to. That's got to be the funniest thing in the world. You just give some, like what you just said, like anybody just a flight of chicken. Like, oh, this isn't that bad. And then they get to the hottest one, and absolutely their head explodes. Oh man, that's. It happens. Every That's got to make for some good YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah, like you should just get pe- you should just get you should people film like, hey, them all. Hey, just I sign. Do, we have great. I have these like really expensive cameras, kicking chicken, and uh-huh. they record audio. I can like zoom in and like, yeah. Oh, you so make I a can killing on real. TikTok. Yeah, well, I should say anything bad videos. about you when I come and visit. No. <laughs> we'll walk in. We'll be like, ah, oh, Ryan, that, that Ryan, <laughs> trying <laughs> to kill me with those hot things. <laughs> Son of a gun. Anyway, why don't we do this? Let's take a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back with some more Grindhouse Radio. Hey, this is Danny Tamborelli from the Adventures of Pete and Pete, and you're listening to the Grindhouse Radio with Kim Brim and Mr. Greer. No work, no effort, just the ride. Boss Hoss Cycles. Live fast, live wild, live free. BossHoss.com. Find the location near you. Experience life. Boss Hoss Cycles. Be the boss of the open road. Whoa, Nelly, you know what time it is? It's time for Tom's Takes. He speaks sports, so we don't have to. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Tom's Takes. As always, I am Tom Greer, and uh, we're going to start this one on a somber note. Rest in peace, Vin Scully. Um, I'm obviously not a Dodger fan, so I didn't get to listen to a lot of Vin Scully over the years. Um, but you, when if, you, if you're a huge baseball fan, you've heard the voice of Vin Scully. You've, you've heard the name Vin Scully. I like to think of him as like... Like, cause we always put baseball, like baseball and its history, is in this like weird, like mystical state. You know what I mean? It's almost like a fairy tale. Like, there's something different about baseball. Like, I understand not a lot of people watch baseball as much anymore. People like to say the game's dying. It's been passed by football. Soccer's coming. Yada yada yada. But there's still this mystique around the game of baseball. And Vin Scully was like the bridge from the the old days. The the old. Uh, uh, fairy tale like baseball days into the new era. That was what Vin Scully was. He was like uh, he he had that that just stereo that not stereotypical is the wrong word, but just that cliche perfect baseball announcer voice. Uh, he always came with such amazing messages on his broadcasts and just and just uh, you just knew he loved the game of baseball and he loved broadcasting the game of baseball. I mean the guy was the Dodgers play-by-play guy from 1950 all the way to 2016, I believe is when he retired. He followed the Dodgers from Brooklyn to L.A. 
which is crazy. You know what I mean? So he could tell you stories upon stories about just how crazy life was with the Brooklyn Dodgers. And it's just, he, he's been a part of so many major moments. I mean, as a Mets fan, I just, I, I, I remember Vin Scully from the 86 World Series, watching replays of the 86 World Series, because I obviously wasn't alive for that. But it's just, you know, it was a very sad thing to see Vin Scully passed away. Um, you know, it, it, it's, it's, he was a legend in baseball, uh, probably one of the top broadcasters in the business uh, at the time. And uh, the baseball, the baseball universe will absolutely miss Vin Scully. I've been seeing it all over the place on all social medias, all freaking on every broadcast. Somebody's paying tribute to Vin Scully as they should. Um, I don't like the Dodgers, but that you know, that's I, I, I appreciate Vin Scully. I definitely appreciate Vin Scully. Somebody who loves broadcasting, especially, uh, yeah, no, especially bro- just broadcasting as a, as a whole. I always appreciated Vin Scully because I just thought he did it the right way. Uh, he sounded amazing, and uh, you know, I, I don't know. I don't listen to Dodger broadcasts, so I don't know how the Dodger broadcasts have been since Vin Scully left. But I would imagine that it, those are some pretty big, difficult shoes to fill. Uh, but moving right along, we just had the trade deadline, and probably one of the biggest trades of the trade deadline is Juan Soto went to San Diego, and now they just have an unreal stacked lineup. Manny Machado, Fernando Tatis Jr. when he comes back, Juan Soto. Um, I know Luke Voigt. I mean, I don't know why I was about to mention Luke Voigt in the same breath because he is nowhere even in the same class as any of them. He went back to Washington. Uh, they got a few prospects back. Some some hitter. I mean, I guess prospects are hit or miss. You know what I mean? Like those prospects that the Washington Nationals got for Soto, they'll be lucky if one of them is half as good as Juan Soto, who is probably one of, if not, potentially could be the best player in the league at some point. He's definitely one of the best right now. And the dude's only 23 years old. So now the Padres have him for three postseason runs. They have him for this one and two more after that. And then then it kind of gets a little fishy because, I mean, look, the, the Padres got are, got a lot of money sunk into some players. They paid Tatis. They paid Machado. Uh, they paid Darvish. They just gave Musgrove an extension. Like, the Padres have a lot of money tied up in players so it's gonna be really interesting to see if they keep Soto like this could be just a thing where the Padres looked at it like you know what the Dodgers kind of screwed us last year we thought we had a good team to make a run and they went and after all the reports of Scherzer and Trey Turner going to San Diego the Dodgers snuck in at the last minute and jacked them both well the Padres are like nah I'm going for it this year even though they're not catching the Dodgers they're not catching the Dodgers in the West they're not winning the NL West um, the Padres are like, we got a solid team around us. We got a good pitching staff. Oh, by the way, they're playing Blake Snell, too. I always forget that. But they got a good pitching staff. They got a good just all-around team. Let's go get one of the most generational players in the entire league and actually go for a World Series and go for some serious contention and have him for two more years before you got to pay him. So what's probably going to happen? They'll they'll sit with him for the next two years, this postseason, the next two years, and then maybe they trade him. They might trade him after the after the last year just to recoup some of what they traded for, you know what they traded to get him, you know. So that's a very distinct possibility. Or they just don't re-sign him and he goes somewhere else and makes a gazillion dollars because what he'll be 25, 26 years old at the time. He'll still be in his prime or just entering his prime. Not probably be in his prime at that point, and he's gonna make a bazillion dollars. Obviously, that's not a real number, but he's gonna make a lot of freaking money. But the Padres did it. I mean, the Padres went absolutely nuts. They even got Josh Hader from the Brewers, who I think is having a little bit of a down year, but, you know, Josh Hader's Josh Hader. He's really good, so 
I mean, I can't. The Padres did really good at the trade deadline, and I don't think there's really anybody else that matched up to them at that point. Will they win, though? Will they actually pull it off? I don't know, because the, the Padres have definitely spent a lot of money before and definitely done their best to just... to just. They've definitely done their best to win before, and it hasn't worked out, so... It'll be kind of interesting to see what happens. Um, I, I, the Dodgers are just still really freaking good. Um, I feel like it'll be hard to beat them. Um, and I am a little annoyed about what the Mets did because they didn't add any bullpen help, and I personally thought they might have needed one more bat to add to the lineup. But thinking back... I think the team is very good. I think the lineup is good. Um, I think the, the the additions they did make, Vogelbach, uh, Naquin, uh, Darren Ruff, I think they could be good. I, I, well, Naquin could be a good bench piece. Vogelbach and Ruff can be good, like, alternating DHs because Ruff absolutely mashes lefties. But I thought they could have used a bigger bat. You know, I would have loved Wilson Contreras. I would have loved J.D. Martinez, but that obviously didn't happen. And I don't, and I also don't subscribe to just trading the farm system away just to get some rentals because, look, I get it. I just said prospects are maybes, but, you know, uh, I'm not, you can't, like, you're trading, you're trading for Wilson Contreras. He's a billion percent going to be a rental because James McCann's still here and Francisco Alvarez is coming up probably next year and he's a catcher. So Wilson Contreras would be out the door. JD Martinez is aging and probably going to be a rental anyway. So. Look, I'm not trading three pros. I'm not trading three top prospects for JD Martinez or Wilson Contreras. I'm not doing it. I'm not trading three prospects for a rental. If it was three prospects and I'm getting Juan Soto, I will drive those prospects to the airport every time. If it's to get Juan Soto, who's one of the best players in baseball and is oh by the way 23 years old. You know, so look, I understand why the Mets didn't get a bat. It sucks, but I really would have just liked them to see see them get a little bit of bullpen help because I'm not confident Adovino's going to hold it together the whole year. We saw Nagosik earlier in the week absolutely implode. Um, I'm just I don't trust everybody in the Joely Rodriguez is is uh, is is just not great. So I, I don't know. I would have liked to see them do a little bit more, but we'll see what happens. You know, they did get a reliever. They got some. All right, bats. You know, I think the Mets are still a very good baseball team, and we'll see what happens, especially since the Braves are coming in this weekend. But before I go, I do have to talk about the Deshaun Watson thing, so I'm going way over. I have to talk about the Deshaun Watson thing. So it was uh, determined that he's going to get a six-game suspension by a judge, by an arbitrator, and uh, the NFL is going to appeal that. They want an indefinite suspension. I, they're probably looking at a year, and or they want to give him a year. Roger Goodell is probably going to make the final decision, and then... Uh, and then, uh, oh, wow, look, I'm looking at my phone right now. Vogelbach hit a grand slam. Uh, and uh, the, they're, they're, uh, Roger Goodell is going to make a final decision. I'm sorry, I'm stumbling. Roger Goodell is going to make a final decision. Deshaun Watson is going to sue the NFL. This is going to be a big story uh, up until football season, and we'll see what happens. But uh, personally, I think Deshaun Watson absolutely deserves a full year, if not more, because I, I get it. The NFL has messed up when it comes to Roethlisberger, Ray Rice. Ray Rice, I, I think he just got a little bit of a suspension, but... His teams didn't bring him back in. Kareem Hunt, like, the NFL has flubbed all of these domestic violence cases and off-the-field issues almost every time. And now it's all just going to get dumped on, on Deshaun Watson. Like, they're going to just throw the book at him because they're sick and tired of always getting criticized about messing this up. And look, for the actions, I think Deshaun Watson absolutely deserves the punishment that he's going to get. But what's also, I think, deserved is if they're going to do this to Deshaun Watson... Uh, the NFL's got to go look within and look at, like, Dan Snyder, for instance, who has been an absolute abysmal human being owning the now Washington Commanders. And you just hear scandal after scandal after scandal coming out about him, but they do nothing. So if you're going to do this to Deshaun Watson, you should also 
go take a look within your own self, NFL, and go look at Dan Snyder. I'm not defending Sean Wa- Deshaun Watson. That dude deserves the book to be thrown at him. He deserves a lengthy suspension, more than six games. Absolutely deserves that. But you also got to look within, and you got to look at some of the owners that are garbage too. Dan Snyder to be one of them. And also, look, I don't want Dan Snyder to have to sell the, the commanders because it just means Washington's going to be a dumpster fire for forever. But it is really bad when you're trying to protect the integrity of the league and you have a, a, a absolute garbage human being owning one of your franchises. But guys, this is all the time I have. I went way over. Thank you for listening. As always, I'm Tom Greer. Back to the Grindhouse Radio. Hey, this is Kelsey Whitmore, and you're listening to the Grindhouse Radio with Kim, Grim, and Mr. Greer. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Grindhouse Radio. Hola. Totally forgot that I came back. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. What do you call it? Um, before we uh, talk about heat and food again, because we're about to do that, uh, you know, for for the the, the hot stuff that he's going to try to kill me with, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> with Just little, you with his little sadistic smile. But well, you said you weren't <laughs> doing the hot hot. One. I don't know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're nibble. gonna see. Well, I think yeah, I think she'll see. do it. She'll do it. We'll see. What do you call it? We'll we'll cheers it and, and die together. Uh, <laughs> there should only be one death, and that just may be you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks. I appreciate you it. You volunteered as tribute first, so. So, what do you call it? I want to <laughs> make sure I make the announcement. Um, you know, I I, uh, I have not, they have not put it out yet, but I do have all the information. Um, it's supposed to be out for the August issue, um, and as when this comes out, the August issue should be out of Podcast Magazine. Um, I was put in as uh, one of the 40 over 40 uh, cool. most influential podcasters in the world. Nice. So what do you call it? I think that was awesome. And uh, so I just literally, I couldn't say anything until, you know, it popped out. But it's supposed to be out today. And obviously, if it's launching on Thursday, you know, we're, we're launching on Thursday. But, uh, you know, I'm not going to wait another week. I figured I'd do it now. Yeah. Congrats. Congrats. So cool, thank man. you. Thank you. Some, some good news in the midst of, you know, crappy news. <laughs> it's okay. I'm just I'm having a night, man, from Nichelle. I you guys knew. Mm-hmm. You guys knew. But anyway, I thought that was very, very cool. I appreciated it. Um so whoever nominated me, thank you so much. Uh but it was a very, very cool thing. I didn't even know the thing existed. So I get an email and uh I was like, All right, this is this is interesting. So um yeah, so I, I uh, I'm very, very psyched to uh announce that. to get an issue. Yeah. I, yeah, or I ordered or it. a couple of them. I ordered the one. Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't know what they what they do if they send anything else, but you know, we'll we'll get something at least for for the studio. Cool. Um, but Congrats. what do you call it? So let thank you. So let's talk about what you brought. What did you what, what let's talk about what you're doing here. Also, I wanted to mention, you know, you've got this new late night menu thing, so I want to talk about that yep. for anybody that's on Long Island cuz we do have a good listenership here on the island. So. Yeah, so I brought uh see what I brought. I brought ice cream. Some ice cream, <laughs> yes. That's just in case you start burning and dying. Um, so, you want me to open it up? Yeah. All right. It might vaporize the entire room. So, in this brown box that I'm unveiling right now, I'm very, uh, okay. You need, to get, you need to make like the, the Ark of the Covenant from Indiana Jones and <laughs> serve it in that. <laughs> or just like a briefcase, like from uh, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction, so hell it's yeah. like glowing that's gold. Better. Like that was, was in the suitcase the entire time. All right, so these are five Carolina Reaper tenders. Oh, my God. They're so, so dark. They look oh. so angry. They are angry. They're really like, growling at me right now like I just opened it up I can feel it in my face so they're marinated these tenders are marinated overnight in reaper powder and then um, we in the breading there's reaper powder it's the chili oil reaper powder and then we cover it in reaper powder so it's just whole way through cooking process Straight it's coated reaper. in reaper 
and it's coming in my face right now. It's, <laughs> it's brutal. It's bad. So and I put a little pickle on top just to make it look less, a little more innocent. Oh, but it's not. You know what? You know what? You're right. Totally did it for me. Yeah. So yeah, this, this is Satan's the, middle finger. Yeah, it's brutal. So these, so this oh, is what you have to eat. This way. This is, I, I put six, one for good luck. But at a restaurant, if you do the Reaper challenge, it's five in five minutes. Right. Um, which is like nearly impossible. So yeah, I, I'll do like a small piece of it. I'm sure. And now I'm gonna make it here. I'm gonna announce this right now. So I saw that Newsday did a what do you call it? Did a thing on you guys, and they came down there. And I know you don't want to badmouth anybody. They came down there to to what do you call it? To sit with you. Yes. And the guy who's doing like feed me or whatever the hell it is now, he Scott Vogel. Yeah, Scott Vogel, yeah. yeah. Ryan brings out this what do you call it? The 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 Reaper thing, mm-hmm. and. He didn't even touch it, man. He didn't even touch it. On the show, he didn't even touch it. I was like, so that's why we got to do at least one of us. I will take it for like a champ if I have to. There you go. We have to try it just a little bit. I'm not going crazy on it because I don't want to die. I don't want to be sick all night. I had a long day. Uh, but I'm I am going to put it out there that we are more men and women. Than Scott Vogel. Than Scott day. Vogel. Yeah. No offense, Scott Vogel. I'll still work with you if you want to do something. But um, I <laughs> you mean, didn't try this it, is so. this is insane. I brought some regular chicken too. If you want to try it first, though. Yes. Well, because the last time you first? were at my restaurant, you went straight for the hottest stuff and you couldn't taste it. I didn't even get to taste the chicken. This Let's is, do regular chicken first. So it's, this is so angry. This we should probably been, get plates. Oh I, my god, let me take a picture. Yeah, this has been sitting since I got here for like an hour, so it's. I mean, it's not the. It's still good. I just made it right before it came. So I brought uh OG. I brought um, tenders, regular tenders, and then I brought hot tenders. Okay. So this is just like to get the basic flavor of the um, Nashville style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I brought a bunch of dipping sauces, so I would try this first. I'll pass it around. You guys want to try? Go. Thank you. I got Some ketchup. Yeah, here's the death. What do you call it? Uh, yeah. So uh, this is this is this is scary. I'm gonna tell you, this is scary. I I know so many people that would love to go to town on this. I mean, look at the color difference. That one. Oh, the smell. It's brutal. I I'm, I'm I'm actually a little bit frightened. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little mm-hmm. frightened. Yeah, I, I brought some. Um, smells good. It smells good. Yeah. I don't know if it's gonna. It's. It, we're, are we gonna get? You any, may die. Are we gonna get any flavor out of it? Is the question. No. No. We're gonna get straight up burn, ripping our tongue burn. off. Are you gonna do it? I don't know. Okay. All right. Not sure. She's, she's closing. She's, she's closing. She's like, Let well, me get rid of this. I didn't this. know what you want me to do with it right now. <laughs> That's fine. What do you call it? Uh, yeah, we we've we've been keeping it, you know, locked up. I'm gonna have to eat a piece. Oh, I'm so mad. No, you don't have to do the hot. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> Should I pass him around? He came here yeah, with. Let's try he it. came let's here try with it. it. I'm not gonna be rude, and we're doing it for the show. It's for the show. I'm gonna eat it, and I'm and I'm gonna hate nobody else but you for it. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I I said I didn't expect you to do it. I would he call. I yeah, said I would take I, that's one. That's so for the rude. Team. He brought food here, and if, to not eat it is well, the rudest thing in the world. Uh, the so plain. Got, you like the plain chicken. The yeah, and I'll eat the bro. The plain chicken tenders will be great. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Tom will Tom will go to town on the plain chicken tenders. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's, that's that one's fine. a good one. Yeah, plain. I'll pass yeah, it on. No, I'll have the yeah. whatever want, the other one is. Do you want me to too. fork yeah, it for this, you? It's, this one isn't um, that hot. I could live. It's I'll live. Flavor. I'll survive. No, I'm taking I don't want a, it on I'm the taking same a plate. bite of I'm taking a, okay. at least a small bite of the really hot one too. <laughs> I don't want it on the same plate as the as the, the regular I'll stuff. I'll take the same. Um what do you call Those. it? Yeah. Sauces? Yeah, yeah. That's the orange one's the one we make in house. It's a kick sauce. Ooh, okay. So what do you call it if you guys want to try it? He used those. Thank you. What do you call it? So the um the the napkins. place you've got in Farmingdale, you're going to be expanding into a spot next door and building out on that, right? Yes. 
And then you're doing another place that you just announced that's opening in Huntington. And then another spot where there's a third one. Uh, so, yeah. Um, hopefully my competitors don't hear this. But oh, we're gonna, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, we're good. Um, yeah, so we're going to um, open next door. Um, not saying any dates or anything like that. We're going to do a little bar concept next right. to Kicking Chicken. And then we're going to do um, next place we're going to open is Smithtown. So that we're looking at a month-ish, a little bit longer maybe. Uh, to open that so we're building it out now it's mm -hmm. uh right next to menino's pizza in smithtown okay so uh it's right in a shopping center it's pretty perfect uh spot for the concept you right know, a lot of people shopping it's you know perfect so you know um we're gonna do that and then uh we just we're just looking at another spot um we just signed a lease in uh huntington right was i not supposed to say that i'm sorry no you're good don't worry okay it's out there it's gonna get out there people find out either way yeah once you get building permits like the word goes around town people know and the what do you call and and now in terms of um what do you call it your your late night stuff so you decided because you're in all these these big areas where it's the nightlife yeah i'm in a there's a lot of drunk uh <laughs> drunks around me at all times. It gets dangerous. Uh you're gonna love Farmingdale, the thing that, that you know. he's got. Over yeah, there, yeah, it gets wild over at night. I get out of there. Tell him the trophy that you were telling me about the uh, the other night. What do you call it? The uh the high something. What was it? Oh, the uh the Stony Baloney Award. Stony Baloney. Yeah, so <laughs> I started doing late night. I was like, you know what? I think that this would kill it, like just stone drunk food. Um, until like one in the morning because in Farmingdale everything's closed everyone's like oh the bars stopped doing food I'm like I'm gonna do late night food I start doing like red velvet waffles snack wraps um, oh my god waffles fully loaded tots fully loaded fries and just like really stoner food um, and so the first day it was like alright we put, you know boost on social media got influencers to post it it was pretty good like it was you know it wasn't bad and then on yes on last Saturday it was as soon as 9 o'clock hit it was like 80 people, a 80 person line outside of the restaurant. I'm like, oh. I'm like, oh my God. And I just, it was just wild. I wasn't expecting it, but it's blown up. So, so did you do the Stony Baloney? Uh, no. <laughs> but, so we made the graphics, everything. We're going to launch it. I got a Polaroid camera. We're going to take pictures of the most stoned person of the night because it gets real fragrant in there late night. Like you could tell people they're, they're prepared. Uh huh. You know, eight, eight 30 pre outside smoking. Yeah. And they come in just stoned out of the gourd. And, uh, yeah, so we're gonna do that. I got a, I just got a brand new Polaroid camera. We got a nice little board. We're gonna do it. I also brought an OG Sammy hot here too. Oh, I'm cut in half for you guys. There we go. So I wanna, I guess, I, I guess uh, it's time to do a little bit of the the ultra hot man. Um, is that the regular kind? That's the regular. Uh... Yeah, that's just the OG Sammy hot, like the Nashville style. Okay. Because I know I'm gonna burn myself out in like two seconds what's going to happen with the other one. Oh, what is this? This is a Sammy Hot. So, oh. so this is like regular sandwich. Yeah, so this is Nashville style breast, it's like a 6 ounce breast on a brioche bun with pickles, coleslaw, uh and kick and sauce. That's good. You the want Tom? Kick and sauce is delicious. Okay. Kick and sauce is delicious. No, he passed it by me. He's, he's like I'm I'm oh, going to okay. do a little hot. First of all, straight up chicken, delicious. Yeah. Like tender beyond tender. It's Thank fantastic. You. Breading is on point. If we and we let it sit, so if we didn't let it sit, it would have been nice and crisp and delicious. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, I. But, I, but even if you did let it sit. Yeah, it's still, still crispy. Great. Yeah, yeah, still, still crispy. very good. This is delicious. Very, very good. good. I'm trying to compete with with uh, Chick Fil A and, and oh, you know, this is get way that level for one day. I love Chick Fil A. This is way better than Chick Fil A. Yeah. You know, I mean, I I've been studying fried chicken for, you know, I have a fine dining background, so I've literally been doing nothing but studying fried chicken for probably the past year and a half. Oh wow, more than that. Um, so. You know, and that it's a lot. It's pretty complex. Like the the fryers, it's not just fryer, regular fryer. Like we use the Henny Penny fryers, 
these things self-filter themselves. It's like I have technology with the fryer oil where I have a gigantic, like, 100-gallon tank in the basement. So instead of, like, straying your fryer in a restaurant, like, and then uh, dumping the oil in a vat outside, I just hit a button on the fryer, and it dumps the dirty oil and brings new oil up. Ooh, fancy. Yeah, it's fancy. It's cool. And Okay. So I'm I'm cutting. Oh, you're the man. I'm now cutting a piece of this this. Oh my god! It's gonna I fall off the table. I, yeah, I'm trying to like do it carefully. Did you? Was it? Oh, were you like, we unexpected with how complex fried chicken could be? Um, I'm I don't cook one bit. The, uh, so anytime no you idea. open a restaurant or any like restaurant, there's gonna be variables and stuff. Like, I know the operations of like fine dining, Italian, or seafood restaurants. Like, I know operations that really well. So going to the, into fried chicken, it was like I knew that I had to work with younger kids and stuff. I haven't really. I live in New York City. There aren't really even kids in New York City. Oh, all God. the bus boys and things like that are like, um, you know, people from like Bangladesh and like all over the world. Yeah. In in Long Island, when you go, you see a lot of younger kids that are in high school and stuff. There's not really high school students working at New York City restaurants. So mm-hmm. I haven't really interacted with children in a very long time. Our kids in a very long time. And then I just came right into it. Well, I did my charity and stuff, Carol's Kitchen. So I right. obviously worked with a lot of families. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, like in teams working with kids, it's, it's a little more difficult. Um, but I have a really good team now, and they're really well trained. And you know, all right. So, so what we're gonna do now is we're gonna do the ultra ultra hot. I have a big piece here. We cut with I'm hair? I'm really scared. So this is a Carolina Reaper. It's gonna kill the hell out of us. Um, Tom's got a piece over there. I I've know. got like literally the littlest piece I possibly could have cut off. <laughs> and then Kim, it might be more skin than it is actual chicken. You've got it. Let show how show how uh, like angry they are. Look how angry they are. I'm I'm filming this. What do you call it? Uh, this is this is gonna be insane. So um, I'm trying to get a piece. There we go. I got a piece. Okay. Oh my god. All right. So again, the hot hot Carolina Reaper. I'm gonna regret this. Oh my god! All right, guys, you ready Wait, for this? Also, no, I gotta film it too. Hold up. Okay, you're filming it. No, I'm not filming it. Okay, you're getting there. All right. Okay. We're all doing the Carolina Reaper from Kicking Chicken. I brought ice cream too after you die. Carolina oh, I'm Reaper gonna need it. from Kicking Chicken. All right, guys, you ready? All right, here we I go. Don't know if I'm ready for I got this. a big piece now. Ready? Set. <sighs> go. Huh? Oh, memories coming right back to me. Oh god. It takes like a couple. Of oh god, this is awful. I could t- I could feel it's gonna start killing me yeah. real real soon. Yeah, it's happening. And I yep. got it on my lips a little bit. <laughs> I was trying not to. Yep. All right, this is gonna be awful. Right. I'm gonna go grab some lactate real quick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and now Woo! I'm talking. And uh, yeah, I. I'm... Oh, memories. <laughs> yeah. How was it? It's the there was you know what there was some flavor in it. Yeah. But um, what do you call it? It is burning the crap out of me right now. I don't know how anybody's going to do five of those in five minutes. Holy crap. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my oh, God. My memories. <laughs> memories. Oh. Yeah, he's laughing over there. Look at him. He's laughing. He's like, huh? huh? Look at him. <laughs> I'm getting ice cream. I'm trying to help you out. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to need that ice cream. Oh, the pulse. breathing hurts. Oh, yeah. Woo. It's hot. It's, it's hot. It's, the ice cream's a little melted, but. Holy crap! How was it, right, Tom? I'm good. Okay. Yeah, no, no I've not. got. Yeah, the back of my my tongue. I definitely need some. Woo! Yeah, please. please. So this is when it starts kicking, like after a minute. Thanks. At first, yeah. it's like, oh, it's not that, and then it it just keeps coming up at you. Oh my god! You know, I here's the thing: is I have, like I told you that night, I haven't been eating a lot of hot sauce, so my tolerance is down, and oh my god, thank you. 
Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> and I took I took a really big piece. I did. I'm crying. No, but we also everybody's taking it like a champ right now. It's not too bad. You know what? I'm okay. I'm actually not that bad right now. It'll get worse, I'm sure. Yeah, it gets worse. Like um. Oh, what is this? Like a birthday cake flavor? Yeah, it's my buddy at Cloud Nine Zero Bar. Yeah, you know, there's a uh, it's in Patchogue. We started selling these pints. Mm -hmm. He makes a cereal with ice cream. Yeah. So this one's a, this one's a Dunkaroo. Mm. That's what it is. Yeah, it's Dunkaroo. Mm -hmm. I sell these late night. They're, it's delicious. I mean, this one's melted, but when you have it, like he takes the pint and he lines the outside with uh, icing, the inside, and then the like, cookie pieces and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> how how are you holding up, Tom? I'm good. Yeah, it, I'm good now. Now that I had the ice cream, I took I took the smallest bite I possibly could. Yeah. All right. Yeah, there was no way I was gonna do that. Anybody? Okay, so anybody that um, you should come with. I should come with straight jackets. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You literally like. I make them sign a eat, waiver. If you eat five of those, there should be a wagon, like a, a car, a van outside, taking you to a padded cell. Mm-hmm. That was hot. I don't get it. That was hot. Did you have two? Did you eat some of it? No, I just started just coughing down ice cream. <laughs> I will. I'll take a little piece. If you guys are gonna do it, I'll do it too. Oh my That's god. Be our guest. I can't. I don't I know to, how. I don't know why I'm doing this to myself. I don't know how anybody does that. Yeah, you said you don't take your own. Uh, I don't, you don't get, get high, high on, my own. on your own supply. No, I don't. Just the small. We're obligated. You're actually I'm, picking it up with your fingers. What's wrong with you? Yeah, we're I'm obligated to. We're obligated to do this for content. So you don't. Let don't it feel sit like in I your know, mouth a little bit. Just let it sit there. Yeah. There you go. Dip. What good radio right now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is this is bringing it back too. Well, nothing. Oh it was crazy. Now you feel. I don't know how you got it all. You got it all over your fingers and everything. I dipped it in the whole thing. It's terrible. Oh, <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> but you know what? Listen, it's it's it is. It holds up to its its. Uh, yeah. You know the reasoning for it. Uh, it still got flavor though. I get the flavor. Mm -hmm. yeah, but the flavor's there. Yeah. Because you have the tolerance. Yeah. If you don't have the tolerance, Oof. you're not gonna get the flavor. It's just gonna be straight up heat. Mm -hmm. You know, like um but the flavor the, the flavor is there. The flavor is there. I took a big bite. You yeah, did me too. <sighs> Eat your ice cream. There Listen, we go. It's it's uh it's yeah. Well we did it. We survived. <sighs> yes, we survived. Yeah. Doesn't Yeah, but it doesn't count. Is this living? Because well, we didn't eat all of them. And you're telling me <clears throat> That guy did all of them. Mm -hmm. No wonder why he was throwing up. Five tenders he did in five minutes. And How? he won a thousand bucks. Hold up. If you just don't want chicken, just get the ice cream. Yeah. Do you have the ice cream <laughs> in house? Do you make it? No, he, got, he said his friend does it. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, my yeah. friend made it, yeah. You are, you are, you are burning up. I'm bur I took a huge bite and I dipped it in the chili oil in the corner. <sighs> why? I don't know. You guys yeah. are doing it. I want to be cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying right now. Oh. Well, guys, make sure you check out Ryan. He's going to stick around for the, the last segment. But make sure, hey, yeah, there we go. Make sure you stick around. Uh, what do you call it? We've got Travis Arts from the Transformers Cyberverse coming on. Uh, if you're on Long Island, make sure you check out Kickin' Chicken. Uh, absolutely amazing food. And, like I said, you want to do a challenge, you got it right here. He's uh, ready to go. Uh, with that, why don't we take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Oh, wait, what, what's your uh, website? <clears throat> Can you say it? Kickinchicken.com. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and the social media is all at Kickin' Chicken. Yes. There we go. Make sure you give them a follow. Yep. We'll see you guys soon, and uh, we'll be right back with some more Grindhouse Radio. Hey, everybody. This is Kendra and Krista of Tiger Lily, and you're listening to Grindhouse Radio with Kim, Brim, and sometimes Tom. Ugh, I can't seem to find a hotel room online. 
it's convention season. Looks like someone's trying to book a room in my hotel. And I, Baron Von Bigwig, am going to raise my prices. <laughs> Why are they so expensive? I'm on a budget. Did someone say budget? I am Budget Hero, and my faithful companion... Penny Saver! Wow! It's the Red Roof Geek Guild. No autographs. My boy. Do you have a passion for geek culture? Of course. Try this. Visit BudgetHeroes.com to find over 600 Red Roof Inn properties. <gasps> then? Enter the code 625626. To save 15%. Hey, that's my line. It worked. Thanks, Budget Heroes. We saved today. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> up, 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 save today. <laughs> I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for Red Roof. I'll get you next time, Budget Heroes. GHR presents Leading Ladies. Hey there, I'm Amy Winters and welcome to Leading Ladies. Allison Felix, American track and field sprinter, seven-time Olympic gold medalist with a total of 11 medals, one of the most decorated female Olympians in track and field history. Her specialties, the 100, 200, and 400 meter distances. Allison ran the fastest sprint ever recorded by an American woman in the 4x400 meter relay. Born in California, November 18, 1985, the young Allison soon realized her athletic abilities. In 2003, she was named the National Girls High School Athlete of the Year by Track and Field News. And upon her graduation from high school, she signed a professional contract with Adidas, which paid her college tuition at the University of Southern California, where she made her Olympic debut as an 18-year-old in the 2004 Summer Games in Athens. It was there Allison earned a silver medal in the 200-meter race. And in the 2012 Olympic Games in London, she won three gold medals. Her accomplishments? Well, they continued over the following years, and she proceeded to win two more gold medals at the 2016 Olympic Games in Rio. Today, well, to say she's been doing this for a long time is an understatement. Felix has been in five separate Olympic Games and is what most people would probably consider a senior member of Team USA's track and field squad. Just 10 months after giving birth to her daughter, Cameron, Felix won her 12th and 13th gold medals at the 2019 World Championships in Doha, eclipsing Hussein Bolt's previous record of 11. This made her the most decorated athlete, man or woman, in world championship history. Felix also partnered with an organization called Better Starts for All, which is dedicated to providing and increasing medical care for pregnant women and future mothers. An interesting fact, when Felix was having problems with Nike during her pregnancy scare, the company would not guarantee her that they would not dock her pay if she missed time away from the track. So Allison left the company after it was clear they did not have her best interest at heart. Shortly after, she joined Athletica, a brand dedicated to empowering women. And a few years later, she started her own independent sneaker company called Say Yes. She makes both performance and lifestyle shoes explicitly geared towards women. Pretty impressive stuff, as she's the most decorated U.S. Olympic track and field athlete ever. And it's pretty amazing since she originally wanted to do gymnastics. 
but baking is her secret talent. And some of her most popular desserts include cinnamon rolls, pound cake, and German chocolate cake. And according to Felix, Faith leads her life and is why she runs. She says she's been blessed with this gift and that's something that helps her see the bigger picture. And now, back to the Grindhouse Radio. Hey, this is Ann Mahoney from The Walking Dead and Bad Moms, and you're listening to the Grindhouse Radio with Kim, Brim, and Mr. Greer. And we're back to the Grindhouse Radio. We have our special guest. Woo-hoo! Super stoked, super excited. Met this young man at uh, Eternal Con. We were signing together, and uh, man, oh man, it was great. Anytime I went past this table, he had this big ear-to-ear smile on. Very, very, very happy to be there and just great with his fans. And uh, I want to introduce him right now. He's best known as the voice of the Autobot Hot Rod in Transformers Cyberverse on Netflix. Let us introduce Travis Art. How you doing, brother? Welcome to the Welcome Grindhouse Welcome, welcome. Hey, thank you for having me. I'm just excited that you called me a young man. I mean, <laughs> wow, that's that you, the way to get me ear to ear grin. That. <laughs> <laughs> no, no better way to start off with than with that. Listen, you. wow, you're you're, right. you're at least half my age, okay? So, so everybody, <laughs> everybody in here is young to me. So, <laughs> all right, you're a fetus, Travis. It's cool. A fetus. There you go. A you're, fetus. In the, you're in the fetus crew with us. <laughs> there you go. Wow, wow. So, wow. How, what how, an honor. Right, I'll, I'll take it. How long have you been doing the voice work thing? <laughs> I've been, I've been, a vo- I'd say professionally for uh, maybe now about ten years. Yeah, like just using say like the first thing I booked as a voiceover agent, you know, I've been acting longer than, than that. Certainly I've been, you know, wanting to be an actor since I've been wanting to be an actor since I've been high school. And then I went to school for it and then uh, started doing voiceover a little bit out of college. And then, yeah. So I'd say about since since my first professional gig, about 10 years. Very nice. Very nice. And I know that you do, uh, you're a singer songwriter as well. And have you been playing? Yes, I am. Have you been playing music for longer than the acting, or did that kind of happen as you started playing? You know, doing uh, voice work, doing the voice work. You know the the music thing, songwriting thing that happened at from a fairly young age, like right around the same time as uh, music. Maybe even a little longer. I've been playing guitar. Um, since I don't know seventh grade or so, um, and 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 I was around that time starting to get into like acting cl- classes and dance classes and and stuff like that. So it, it kind of all formed around the same time. Yeah, that's why I'm 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 mediocre at everything. Started too many things and just you know and like okay let me let me do this let me do this. But um, yeah so yeah I've been kind of kind of hitting it all for for a little while. But see it's good to be the jack of all trades. You don't have to be the master mm-hmm. of, of of any of them as long as you have a good that's time right. doing what you're doing. That's what I've always done. It could be a buffet meal. Yeah. You yeah, know you want a, nice a little buffet. bit of, you want a little bit of everything. A little tasty or a little tasty. A little bit of everything. That's right. You know? you know that's right. But I always I always love when people play ukulele. I think that's absolutely fantastic because you know That's you, awesome. You, you can't you can't look bad playing a ukulele. You're always going to look it, like you're having a good time. Yeah, exactly. Such a such a delightful instrument. How how can, how can it make you upset? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I dabble. Guitar is my main thing, but like because of that, I I try to you know I'll pick up a little bass. I'll I have a ukulele. I'll pick it up every once in a while. So yeah, now yeah. You, it's such it's such a fun instrument. And you had mentioned you had mentioned you were taking a lot of acting classes and so forth. Uh, yeah. We should mention that you've done a lot of off Broadway stuff as well. That is true. Yes, I have. Yeah, I've I've worked quite a bit. Um, to various off-Broadway theaters in New York, 
Um, done quite a bit regionally, spent some time in upstate New York, North Carolina, um, New Jersey. Um, uh, and, uh, yeah, actually just literally just Friday, I just finished, uh, like a two week workshop process of a, of a brand new musical, um, written by Paul Gordon, who wrote, uh, the Jane Eyre musical. And, uh, that was a signature, which is on 42nd street between eighth and ninth. And that was, it was great. Our, uh, my friend, uh, Rachel Klein, who's an incredible director, she directed it. And yeah, it's, it was, it was a lot of fun. It's always fun to work on, on new things, whether it's theater or a new, a new show or a new, you know, TV show, voiceover, animation thing. The, you know, the new, the new stuff is always really exciting. You know what I always find, uh, you know, fantastic and, and uh, incredible to be completely blunt. And there's a lot of rehearsal, obviously, that goes into everything. But when you're doing yeah. when you're doing Broadway and off Broadway live performances, you you know, it's so different than when you're doing, you know, any VO or if you're doing anything on set. Because, you know, we could hear I was on set today. I was filming filming for a movie and I was able to take. You know, oh, thank you. I had to do, you know, mm-hmm. 20 different takes of X, Y and Z. But so I didn't have mm-hmm. to necessarily remember every single thing that i had to say because they'll feed me the lines and so forth but when you're doing it live you, you have mm-hmm. gotta no, be in that brain mm-hmm. you have Keep no yep. option but to nail it or you're screwed so what do you call it you, go ahead yep no i was just gonna say or you know you come up with something until you you get back on track you know <laughs> that gets harder when they're when you uh, you know bring in music into it but that's kind of what you just have to do. Luckily with this, since it was a workshop, we, just, we ha- were able to have our books in hand, but there were a few scenes that were so short that it just didn't make sense uh, or there, there was like a physical action. So occasionally, yeah, we, we didn't have our scripts in hand and it'd be like, okay, fingers crossed. I think I know this. Um, and if not, I'll, I'll butts my way through it if I have to, but yeah, no, you're totally right. You're totally right. Vo- voice actors, um, it's it's so uh, cushy in that way because it's like ah there, the script is right in front of yep. me how nice <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> what are we gonna say it's a though? whole other it's maybe a, that oh I was gonna mm-hmm. say it's a whole it's a whole other uh, thing to do theater it's a whole other it's, adrenaline it's pretty difficult. much to do yeah. to do theater and oh, then yeah. to do you know have kind of like the cushion like we were talking about with voiceover and acting like in that sense like acting in theater live and everything totally different adrenaline. Totally different space. Mm-hmm. What were you going to ask, Tom? No, I was going to say, I'd imagine that, like, sure, you ha- you probably have some flubs here or there. You know, I'm again, I'm not an actor, so I have no idea. But I'd imagine it's the live performance that it's the pressure of that that almost makes you get it. You know what I mean? Like, it's living Ooh. in living in that pressure that it's like, okay, I got to nail this. And, like, your brain just kind of triggers it, and you just, you get it. I mean, if you're good at it, you get it. You're- yeah, that's a, that's a great point. Yeah, once you once you have done it for long enough, and you yeah, you're right. You acclimate yourself to being able to to take that feeling in, and you're right. And you and then you use it to to try to to try to focus in. That's absolutely true. And then outside of that, you know, you have to like act. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. That's, that's there's that whole part of it too. Of like, okay, well, I know the lines, and how about I, you know, try to. Uh, live in this world and uh, really act like I'm this person. Absolutely. Because I feel like uh-huh. there are people that can just like make it work. Like even if, even, like if, if you're a good enough actor and you're able to, to portray the character that you're trying to play, even if like you flub a line or something like that, like you're still able to almost make it like seem improvise. like it was supposed to be there. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. And that's exactly, that is kind of what I was talking about too, of I, I, being uh, able to think on your feet too. Of, uh, because if you do, you know, a flub is one thing where it's like you trip over a word and then, you know, you just get, you, you, it's not necessarily forgetting your line. You just kind of get back on track. But if you just, you know, and I, it certainly has happened to me where you, you know, you're just going blank. Um, then you kind of have to navigate with your scene, you know, unless it's a monologue, you have to navigate with your scene partner and hopefully they're helping you too. You know, they can kind of jump ahead or, 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 you know, kind of get, get you both on back on track, you know? And, and, you know, what's interesting is some fun things can really come about when that happens, hopefully mostly in rehearsal, (laughs) but even on stage, like as long as you don't completely derail the show, some really interesting because that's you know when when you're acting and especially when you get into a groove of something you can there is that danger of like um get, just going with emotions you know okay i'm mm-hmm. hitting this mark i'm hitting this mark i know this has to happen um flubbing a line or forgetting a line or forgetting a section it could kind of bring that spontaneity back you know as, again as long as you're not completely derailing things but some really interesting things can happen that's uh, and it certainly has has to me before. I feel like it could bring almost a new life to whatever you're doing, you know what I mean? Because it's like almost, it's not going to be the same performance as it was maybe the night before or even the, maybe a few mm-hmm. hours earlier. Like it, sure, it, it might be a little, again, never had that experience, but I imagine it'd be a little nerve-wracking. But I mean, if you're able to think on the fly and use that, mm-hmm. um, it could make it almost, I guess you want to nail everything, but it could almost make it unique and maybe better, I guess. there's certainly the potential for it. Definitely. I feel like, I I mean, you know, I, yes, of course, ideally, especially, I think there's a, a, there is definitely a little more room um, in film and television and voiceover even too for, because you hear things like that, where maybe someone forgot a line, they improvised and that made it into the movie or the show or whatever. Stage is a little, it's a little different. Uh, so obviously you like want to stay as uh, as on track as you can, but no, certainly interesting things definitely can arise from that. All the writers are listening to this, <laughs> saying like, is he, "Is he saying just throw out the lines?" No, 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 absolutely no. not. I was just gonna, I was actually just gonna say that too, which is really funny. It's like, okay, we the writers want you to say what they wrote. <laughs> it's like, yes. so, you know, and, yeah. and my agent, my agent not too long ago asked me if I wanted to do, he's like, there's something going on an off Broadway. I'm like, nope. <laughs> I was like, nope, I'm good. I'm good live when I have to be brimstone. I don't need to be live on stage being a character. Not going to happen. Sometimes I... breaking fourth wall is funny though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, no, oh, no. for sure. Yeah. But, but not when you're doing one of these, these big shows, man. No, I'm talking about live. I, oh, live, I feel yeah. like these Broadway. big Broadway shows, like, it's a grind. Like, I worked in New York City for, like, eight years. So when I saw your mm-hmm. picture, Travis, I was like, I know, like, I feel like I knew you. Because a lot of people that work on Broadway oh, wow. or, or, like, coming up, they work mm-hmm. in, like, the fine dining restaurants, the servers and stuff, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, um, once you're on a big show like that, it's like a grind. Like, sometimes they're doing two shows a day, like, five days a week, Some you know, sometimes more. It's pretty crazy, so. Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? It, it, absolutely, yeah. yes. And I've, I've certainly been on those those schedules and it's it's no joke yeah it's it's no joke it, it you really have to yeah I, I i go into my most kind of um i i i i my most restful well try to be outside of the show my most restful 
kind of really taking care of my mind and body self when mm-hmm. I'm in those schedules because they they certainly can be grueling for sure oh yeah 100 percent. so i know we got you know really you know wrapped into the whole broadway thing obviously that's a lot of fun to talk <laughs> about but we you know let's we have to do a little bit of fan service we have to talk about transformers and cyberverse and how that all happened i mean you've been doing cyberverse for a long time now yeah so the 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 i mean i, I don't know for sure, but what seems like to be the uh, last season was sort of the series finale. Okay, I, I could be, I could be. Don't, no one quote me on that because I think there's a, a point too where we also we thought the season before that was going to be the season finale, and then we got a two uh, a season that was essentially these like two longer specials. Right. Um, so there's always hope, but uh, yeah, I mean we had we had as as of right now we had four seasons. I think that started back in, at least I think I started recording in around 2016. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing aired, the last uh, second special aired in, sometime in, I think, late 2020 or maybe early 2021. Yeah. That's awesome. So that was, yeah, it's a good, it's a good chunk of time. It's so, it's funny you say that too, because um, I am most active on uh, TikTok. Okay. Because uh, I found a really great Transformers, very passionate Transformers community over nice. there, and you know I am uh, thirty <laughs> something, and uh, <laughs> for me, you know, Beatus. I started when I, I, you know, was late twenty, very very tail end of twenties, maybe very beginning of my thirties. Okay. And you know, certainly that you feel that amount of time, but I think when you, you know, as you get older, that span of time doesn't necessarily feel as, um, doesn't feel as significant as, you know, as four or five years does when you're younger. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's been really interesting going on social media and seeing people say, Oh, Whoa, this show was my childhood. (laughs) Yeah. And that, that being true because, you know, four or five years ago they were in sixth grade and now they're entering or you know are in their freshman year of high school that gap is you know i remember that that gap it's a is gap it's huge. a gap oh yeah but it's so funny to hear someone say you mm-hmm. know something that i had an involvement with for someone to say oh that was that was part of my childhood i'm like that was only you know uh, four years ago yeah. <laughs> you know how, how old are you now um, but it's 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 also really cool. It's really fun to hear stuff like that for sure. Were you a uh, were you a Transformers fan beforehand? I was. I'm I nice. I'm really glad to. I, I I wouldn't say it was before this my main fandom. I I mostly grew up. Um, well, it, a large portion of my my nerd com- composition was uh, comic books uh, and specifically Marvel. Like my family was a big Marvel family. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was read Marvel comics as like a baby as a kid. And so that's, that's the thing that was kind of passed down to me. And then I've continued with, um, but in addition to that, I also was watching, you know, Saturday morning cartoons and, and not just, and reading DC comics and, and image comics and all this other you. stuff. I'm just kidding. I'm, I feel very fortunate, especially where my path took me that I did. I was just at the right age for, um, Beast Wars to come out. I loved Beast Wars. And I was Wars. a huge fan. Oh, it's and I just started 
not too long ago rewatching it, especially being more active on social media and talking to all these, you know, these great Transformers fans, it's it's made me want to rediscover um, some of the stuff that I enjoyed as a kid and as as a teen. Um, to rediscover that and then to go further and look and fill in the gaps for the shows that I I didn't I just didn't get a chance to watch. But yeah, Beast Wars was my was was huge for me as a kid. It was a um, great show. Now, is it weird? I, I meant to cool. ask you. I meant to ask you. I was going to ask you too because you said that you have people coming up to you saying you're the voice of my childhood. Now, I'd imagine mm-hmm. at some point, you know, being you know in this business, you know, going to conventions, you've met people that were the voice of your childhood. I would. I would have to imagine. You've at least been in the same room. Is it? Is that? Does that add a little level of weirdness to it too? It's like I've met. I've. I've worked or met some of these people that were voices of my childhood, and now I get to be that for for. A younger generation that's got uh, you know I know you t- just touched on that but still got to be kind of surreal yeah. F- for sure for sure and I I've only had a little exposure to it so far um, so actually the the uh, the convention that Brim and I did uh, recently was only my second convention okay. what um, I'm gonna and, introduce yeah, you to so my- many people you have no Sorry. idea Travis Sorry, say that one more time. I said, I'm going to introduce you to so many people you have no oh. idea. I got you, son. I, I got you. Happy. I would, <laughs> I'd be, thank you. I really appreciate that because I, I love it. I, I had, a, I had, I have such a great time. Um, but the, the one I, I'd only done one before that, which is uh, Wintercon. Wintercon. And same I believe promoter. that's the same, the same organizers at yeah. Eternal Conference are the one we, we just did. Yeah. Um, so Wintercon, which was only, uh, I think only like, three or four months ago, um, that was my very first one. But going off what you said, uh, they had like the cast of uh, aliens there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, like I said, I grew up with a, like a lot of these different sci-fi and entertainment and, you know, nerd kind of properties as a kid. And Aliens franchise was huge for me. I actually got to do a uh we made a bill paxton reference in the last special of cyberverse and uh it was the only other character i i actually voiced on the show besides hot rod which is random blue autobot and there's this this big chaos commotion going on this big battle on cybertron and this one character is just faces the camera and goes game over man and then gets tackled <laughs> and uh i was i was thrilled when you know they they should they showed it to me in the booth and that you know they were like oh can you yeah can you just like audition for this part in this role because that's kind of how they pass these di- other various roles out like you'll see like there's some people on our show like the person who plays bumblebee jeremy levy he, he voices like oh my god like five or six other roles on the show um but a lot of it can either will be in consideration first having been part of it like at home and we'll send it a tape or we'll be right in the studio doing doing our session and they'll say oh we have a couple of these other characters can you just read for them real quick of course and uh i think i got that one right there like on the fly too they they were just (laughs) like yeah can you can you voice this random thing and um or they might have let me know a little a little ahead of time but yeah i was i was thrilled when when i got that but so yes going back to your question um yeah getting to uh getting to to be around these people who were so formative for me um huge it's huge i i grew up going to conventions as a kid 
Mm-hmm. Um, my like like family members, parents took me, and I would, you know, I I would I would go and 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 meet people, meet meet these celebrities from these different properties, and um, yeah, it was a huge huge part of my life. So to so to be part of the process now uh is really yeah it's really cool it's really rewarding for and, sure and look how the Very tables validating. have turned <laughs> now you went yeah now you're going but you're going behind the table yes. look at you there travis you wow <laughs> full circle full circle so travis uh, we're, we're uh, uh coming towards the end of the show i wanted to find out no. one do you have anything coming up that what do you call it uh that you want to let everybody know about that's first and foremost um, what did anybody know about? Wow. Um, so speaking about music real quick, I want to, I want to mention my band. I have a band sure. with my partner, Katie. She's an amazing singer and actor as well. Uh-huh. Uh, we're called baby chemist. Nice. And the last thing we put it, put out was a, a pop punk cover of four non blondes. What's up? Uh, <laughs> which I, I think is really cool. Um, what do I have coming up, uh, that people can look at? Uh, I would say I put out a lot of content on TikTok, So I, I, Check me out there at Trav Arts. Mm-hmm. Um, I put a put, post up a lot of fun Transformer stuff, and uh, yeah, you know, I'm just I'm just auditioning, and who, maybe you'll hear me somewhere soon. Absolutely. Yes. And where can everybody find you <laughs> on the social medias? Social medias. I'm I am at Trav Arts. That's T R A V A R T Z, as in zebra. Trav Arts. On TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter, that's where you'll that's where you'll find me. And your cool. official website? And my website is www.travisartsartz.com. There we go. Cool. Listen, Travis, it's Thanks, been an man. honor and a privilege having you on. You've been fantastic. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. It's been so much fun. Yay. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Listen, everybody, make sure you tune in to everything that Travis does. Hit him up on all the social medias. See him at a con. Make him smile ear to ear. Call him a young man. Be like Brim told me to say that. Anyway, as Mr. Greer always says. Rate, review, and subscribe. Kimberlina Bambalina. Follow us on all social media. And as always, we leave you with another little ditty. From From the the big city. city. And thank you, Ryan, for joining us as well. Thank you very much. G-H-R. It's where it's at.